It's a fiesta mas bonita. I don't know Spanish. Welcome to. Oh no, <laughs> guess Tommy. Oh no, it's over. He's gone. Welcome to the sync countdown. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, <laughs> aka the Mexilus. We just hit a hundred subscribers on this episode. I feel like I'm on the set of like Adam West Batman, right? It's now. very moody and awful. Yeah, With Caesar Ramirez. I'll paint my face and leave my beard on. It would just be my whole face bearded down. Welcome, everybody. Like 1950s villain movies. No, like. yeah, very psychedelic. Don't worry, guys. I expect you to die, Mr. Bond. Yeah. No, that's right here. Now we're in the spooky world. Now we're in the spooky world. I was playing with Vincent this. Vincent Price? Vincent Price? <laughs> All right, no, we're back. We're back. Hey, for Halloween, we'll be ready. Yeah. yeah. And so this is going to be lingering for a little bit. And people it's are going to be confused. It's a I celebration, suppose. though. A little bit of miss. No, so what I did, though, on my episode. So be sure to the watch. Episode. <laughs> the ganja episode. No. Um, the ganja episode. No. Fog machine locally is chloroform. Top <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Suffocated us. In no, we need it. This is the cinematics, it. guys. Is it? We need the cinematic. Actually, let's warm it up. Actually, let's warm our lighting. Ooh, now we're now we're warm textured. It's like a who's calling Vegas me? sunset. I don't know. Let's see. Do we look? I don't know. Do we look better? There's there's the pure white lighting. There's middle ground lighting, and then there's dark, crispy warm lighting. Okay. Pass that good shit over here. All right. We'll bring it back to the white lighting for now. <laughs> oh, that's nothing. Welcome everybody to the show. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, aka the Mexicans. Today we are doing the top five. Movie pitches, and now Tommy, yeah. Tommy will forego forewent this entire premise because he what was like, mean? "I'm not giving my good pitches out. I'm not giving my best pitches out." But these are some movies that I want to see, and yeah, so most of my pitches actually have like an A24 feel, like that's what I'm writing for, no, right? Because that feels attainable. That someday A24 might read my script, Maybe or someone like of that level is like, "Right, we can film this." Yeah, it's like so the only the, studio, pretty much. Yeah. But the, like, so the scripts that I'm pitching are like. Oh, this is going to cost a billion dollars. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, in my case... The Gladiator 3. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, Menace no. 3 Society, as JJ put it, which cracked me up when he said it in our group chat. It's our thumbnail. I'm going to leave that as a thumbnail. I love it. Even though Menace 3 Society is not a real movie. But joining me on the other side, I already introduced him, but he is. Tommy, how? Um, how are you? Yeah. Enjoy, and his eyes are hurting because of the smoke. But joining me across the way, try to poison us, you bastard. <laughs> my fault. I gotta celebrate now. We have the means to celebrate. Enjoy is me. that a permanent fixture now? My name is Marco. Uh, if we start getting more donations because of Do it, those means include health insurance. No, this is just pure, pure what? filled with asbestos. Oh, I believe that. It's oh, still yeah. around. Yeah, no, it's good stuff, which is why I did my adult money coming Friday. I'm sorry, Tommy coming Saturday. I, Tommy and I once came up with a better Wakanda script. <laughs> oh, that's right. You and my we cousin did. Will. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we should have. Why aren't we working? It couldn't have been worse. Definitely not. What you got? It would be better also. Namor's movie. He just gets to be the star. He is the new Black Universal Panther. Universal said no. Oh. They own Namor. No, but then you make it Black Panther and Namor forever, and it's just they shoehorn it where he's just the Black Panther now. When Namor's the Black Panther, mm -hmm. fuck it. Fuck it. He's got access to, to vibranium, so why not? It's just turquoise water vibranium. True. See? And it would be called the turquoise vibranium Black Panther. That would be my movie pitch. We're going to get better, trust me. good folks. with it. Oh, four subs just added. Hey. You guys were saying you guys were reading the chat. My uncle used to call it Menace to Society 2. 
Your uncle is a great man. R.I.P. Uncle Ray. Hey, Dennis the Menace to Society, Jojira said. Now, if we did top five movie title mashups, that would be on the docket. I love that one. Uh, but somebody collected all the level one emotes. Everybody's having fun times in there. Thank you so much for the donating. But love it. We have one more element that I added at the very last minute that I'm going to be yes, in charge did. of That's for this podcast. You. This one's all me. Everyone's got a different thing. Well, no, I everyone's like got that. a different thing. Yeah. But here was my thing. I came up with the five premises. Uh, I got a little help. Ask some friends because busy, you know. But I wanted to do a good job. I wanted to make some real good movies, and I had lots of ideas. And I have like my four movies that I want to make for reals. Eventually, like we all have them. Um, and since I'm a creative, I'm very likely to eventually get to them and write them, right? So not going to give those away for free. But I wanted to use some of those elements of themes and whatnot into these five scripts. But I am terrible at giving things titles. I've been awful. I'm titling. great at it. See, I, like my writing method is I, sometimes I start with the title. You see? Just go from there. I, I can't do After that. I saw Collateral. I was like, titles don't matter anymore. Fuck no. <laughs> what Collateral was? He was a hitman. It's just... I don't even. There wasn't even a hitman in Collateral, actually. Right. What do you mean? That was Ben Affleck. That oh wait, I was thinking Collateral. of the wrong movie. Yeah. I got it confused with Ben Affleck fighting Samuel Jackson. An- another OO changing action, lanes. Changing lanes. <clears throat> See another. They terrible. changed lanes once in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the trailer, I remember. So <laughs> another terrible title for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so the problem I had was I can't come up with titles. Like let's say book reports and everything in college. Right. Hard to come up with a title. So I invited my friend chat gpt to help me make one of the titles of the movie it gave me something so ridiculously hilarious because it gives you context or it gives you something without context of the world so it's just insane sorry savage man spoiler for um and so i'm going to input your guys's prompts when you guys tell them to me, I'm going to type them as best I can. Yeah. Your elevator pitches, which I ask you guys to come up with. Right. And then I'm going to have GPT come up with the title. I'll get let you guys come up with the title if you already have them, if you I love, love them. I love coming up with titles. Yeah. I don't know how good I am at doing it on the fly, but right. we'll see. But if you've like already got them down. challenging in a, yeah. on this. Just want to make this sure. Can just be the new format for, is this Sync Countdown? Yeah, this Sync Countdown. Yes. Let's do that then. The theme is. <laughs> how would we have done that for top five last meal? All right. Chat GPT, makeup. What? That would be fucking... Actually, I could do that. <laughs> Fuck it. We're just going to outsource all of our top fives to Welcome Chat to GPT. The yeah. All right, Chat GPT. I'm going to bring you in here. What are the What are the best five... The five best... What? Five best last meal food items for death row? Question mark. Let's see what Chat GPT says. So we'll use this as a test ground, uh, and then we'll get into our pitches um, Chat GPT is thinking. Um, I wonder if I have to use another computer or if it's just trying to think too hard because it's, it it's, it's having trouble. Long. It's like, I don't know. I, got like I don't endorse there. or support the death penalty and I respect the dignity of all human life. No, Chat GPT. Therefore, I cannot provide a list. Okay, well, then in that case, what Chad are GPT the best has limits. foods ever? What are the top five? You could just say for last meals. No, I'm just doing what are the top five. Stop generating. So, Snowpiercer. <laughs> what does it say? Oh. Wait, one of my dream projects is die hard on a heritage railway called Full Steam Ahead because my family volunteer on Heritage Railway. Dignity for human life? Chat may have not met enough people. Oh, uh, what are the five? Oh. oh, I got yelled at. Something went wrong. Please treat reloading the conversation. I think it got mad at me for trying to say yeah, I was going to kill him. Back to the end of the queue. Try it. Watch, watch, I have to go 
People need to cheat on their college essays right now, Sam. I know. <laughs> yeah. This is awful. I might reasons. have to go get my newer computer because this is taking like way sl- longer than it usually does. My phone does it very quickly. Yeah, I know. It's having real... Why don't you just use your phone? Because <sighs> I have to like, log in. Oh, my God. As a Lay language model, I do not have personal preferences. God damn you! Well... Uh, here are five foods Whoa. that this are getting off the rails already. Why go? <laughs> donate to the charity. All right, so pizza. Okay, so these are just five. The top five foods that are delicious is what Chat GPT is giving shit. me. This stuff is, is written whole books, <laughs> not very good ones, but still. Right. And you can't even get a list of food. I like how it's giving me the definition of what pizza is. Super a classic slowly. Italian dish. Why is it so a, slow? That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think it's a classic <laughs> Italian dish either. <laughs> it's a staple in many countries. It consists of a round dough-based topping with tomato sauce. Was it in Italy? No. Well, our version. So Margaretti was invented in Italy, right. but then we made American-style pizza right. with that's the sauce thing, and Sam everything. I tested this before going live. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's just much faster on that computer. I might switch that over to that did? computer. Yeah, I use that computer. You might want to do that. Yeah, because this thing's well. I want to get to get to the like top. Like the little five. lights faded in the back. <laughs> what? No. Yeah, it's just dirty. I think. I don't no, know. that's that's on its last leg. Well, it is giving a pretty good list so far. Of I basic mean, foods people like. So I want to get to number five. Jesus Christ is taking forever, though. <laughs> keep talking. I'm gonna have to keep that's rambling. Trust me, it'll be much faster when we do it on the show, and I am gonna switch over in a moment. All right. So the top five. Death Row Meals by AI, <laughs> yeah. pizza, sushi, chocolate, steak, and ice cream, all at the same time. It took us 30 minutes to get that. <laughs> Our lists were way better, all of them. Our lists were way better. You had like a salmon plank and everything. Yeah. Um, but in that case, while I- But it's going to tr- attempt to do movie. No, I'm going to switch it out so, for sure. Okay. <laughs> I can't operate this low. I can type fast, but if it's thinking this much, oh, yeah. I'm going to have to audible real quick. So yeah. hopefully- the everything doesn't fuck up while I do that in terms of the visual. Right. So in that case, uh, Marcos, let me start with you for okay. once. Uh, what is your movie pitch? And also, can you fix your fuzzy? It's all bent. There you go. What's your number five pitch? And I'm going to be listening intently as I go ahead and set everything up. <laughs> well, mine's pretty easy. My number five. It's the only one that's probably writable, but it was just always uh, I hate child actors. For the most part, <laughs> everything that I've seen for most <laughs> child actors are terrible. Oh, like I, I understand. They won awards, some of them, like two. Is it the same child actors that no. do like thirty? Because I feel like Hollywood finds. Joe find, Osmond never won. An that's Oscar. what I was about to say. I was like, yeah. I found. I feel like Hollywood finds one, and they they pretend he's five for ten years. They used to do that. <laughs> pretend he's five. No, he ain't lying. Give him the bowl cut. Yeah, the bowl cut's gone now, so we can't do it anymore. Oh no! Is that what it was? That's what it was. Yeah. Um, Haley. Well, yeah, Haley Joel Osmond just cut his off. So what I want to do is in the reference of Sandlot. Sandlot is the perfect kids movie. Uh, I agree, and it's part because of that cast, like that, yeah, that angry fat kid that was one of those fat kids that was like he he did like five movies for sure. Yeah. Um, but what it's going to be about is just a South Texas rugby team going up like Bad News Bears mm-hmm. against all the rich, like white Houston and. Dallas the teams. only places that can afford to have rugby teams. Well, rugby teams, you just buy a ball. It's just well, never. Yeah, if you're in East Texas, uh, West Texas. No, in general, you only it, rugby is one of the cheapest sports. So, like, there is a 
blueprint for this because yeah. that's why soccer is so popular in South Texas. All you need to do is buy a ball and then buy nets. You don't even need to buy a net for rugby. Basketball all over the world too. Yeah. Well, basketball you need courts and all this no, other. No, you need niche. a bucket. Yep, you need courts to practice. Oh, the dirt lot. We used to play basketball there, in a dirt lot. But yeah, you as a child played at a dirt lot. Not some older not, kids there. Not the school. Not your high school played in a dirt lot. Oh, that's true. That's what I mean. Yeah. I did play football in a dirt lot, and I everything did. was in a dirt lot. <laughs> that's Baseball called grit. Too. That's called grit, right there. What do you know about that? You don't have dirt lots in California. We had a half sand, half grass football shit. field. It's not from the good part of California. Yeah, I'm from the Central oh, Valley. Right. It's I hot, and there's that. no water. <laughs> The water all goes ex- to nuts. That explains your curmudgeonness. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps a little bit. Yeah, a lot of it. So, Most so, people I know from California are much more cheerful than you. Cheerful? Yeah. yeah. Because they're, well, they're they live from- in California. I live in Texas. <laughs> I did have a friend whose dad worked I mean, for Universal, so she grew up in like... I have friends from the, California that yeah. are a lot more cheerful, that are here, so it's not that. Hold on, so Marcos, real quick. So a poor rugby team... Uh, 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 bad news bears. Bad right. news bears of rugby. Rated R. Mm. What was the Joe, the Seth Rogen movie that was rated R? That one was actually pretty funny, and good had good and had kid actors. Movie. No, it was like the Good Boys or something. Oh, Good Boys. Yeah, <laughs> Good Boys was it was pretty funny. Yeah, like yeah. that is probably like the the level. So of what you going humor. for? Yeah, I'll I go like with that. that. But uh, I mean, I also a, wouldn't mind it being like just a kids movie. It's just one of those things where I mean. Well, they don't make those anymore. It doesn't. This and, is and my nostalgia. I, this is my I, nostalgia project because they yeah, won't. I can't interfere. Yeah, I'm sorry. yeah. They, I, was about <laughs> to say, I love the Sandlot, but the best kids' movies can't. No way. No, no. That's my nostalgia thing. I don't know. I don't know. I guess kids watch just like 3D animated us, bullshit yeah, all the time. Yeah, they gave us so many options back in the day. I don't think they right? make. They don't make kids' movies anymore. Not with live actors. The only one that did recently was Rob Rodriguez in like the We Can Be Heroes movie. I can't do that. That doesn't count. To that's why. <laughs> that is also a movie where I was like, I hate all these child actors. They're all terrible. It's not good anymore. They're not I'm good anymore. I blame Disney Channel. Well, Marcos, what's the name of this movie? Los Toscos. Los Toscos. Yeah. What does that mean? It's the rough houses. The rough houses. I'm gonna put that down. I, I'm writing all this down. We are gonna make these into full feature length yeah, films. Productions. Little Giants is also a good example. Of oh, kind of Little movie. Giants was great. Los does goes. All right, a ragtag team of poor kids start a rugby team and beat the rich kids of rugby in their neighborhood league. The name the Chat GPT or the several names that they came up with it. Underdogs of the pitch, a rugby story from rags to rucks. Is that a real rugby term? Uh, yes. Rugs. But, the but rise of a winning team. The blah, blah, blah of the pitch sounds like um, Underdogs a Hallmark of the movie. Yeah. Underdogs of the, the pitch. pitch. Yeah, uh, we got it's a Hallmark movie. Breaking can, the Rugby oh. Divide, A Tale of Triumph. Yeah. Why do all these have hyphens? Poor Boys Rich Game, A Rugby Revolution, and The Rugby Hustlers Beating the Odds One Try at a Time. Tries, tries or touchdowns. Tries or touchdowns. Okay. So it's just mashing all the things it knows about rugby yeah. into a sports movie title. I like and I think that. it thinks sports movies have that colon in all of them, which I think is accurate. It's kind of accurate. They all yeah. have two titles. Yeah. Well, not really, because uh, does Mighty Ducks have titles? So D, well, they have D1, D2, D3. Yeah. No, no, there was no D1. It was just the Mighty Ducks. Just the Mighty Ducks, plain and, it was and simple. D2, the they, Mighty Ducks. They got 3D fonts. Yeah, Me too. rugby a good it day cla- to try like, hard. I like that better. <laughs> good day to try hard. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that too. A, a Chat GPT synopsis: In a neighborhood where rugby is dominated by the wealthy and privileged, a group of underprivileged kids from their own team 
form their own team with nothing but raw talent and a hunger to win. Despite the odds stacked against them, they train hard and push through the challenges of poverty and social inequality to beat the best teams in the league. This heartwarming and inspiring story shows that with hard work, determination, and a little bit of luck, anyone can achieve their dreams and overcome the barriers of class and privilege. There you that's go. A, that's a little too much. It's humble. very dramatic. Yeah, you yeah. don't want that. That's a Disney movie. It's very yeah. I no. Want, I wanted it to be kind of silly and fun, like Bad News Bears, not like very. This is over dramatic. This is a Hallmark movie. A kid's crying in this movie. Somewhere in the middle of this act <laughs> of that of that one, like it's, somebody it's, dies. It's McFarlane USA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the heartwarming version. Yeah. Fine. I asked. No. You. No house party. <laughs> no house party. <laughs> that shit's terrible. Hold on. I asked ChatGPT to make a sillier. What, house party? <laughs> no, that's not house party. Marco's movie. When a group of misfit kids find out their school is entering a rugby tournament, they decide to form their own team. The only problem? They never played rugby before. With the help of their wacky coach, a former rugby star turned custodian... I like that. Already. That's actually pretty so good. Drill bit Taylor. <laughs> and some unusual ta- training methods. Think running with raw eggs and tackling stuffed animals. The team starts to come together, but when they discover the opponents are the snooty, well-funded private school across town, they realize that they're in for the yeah. game of their lives. Can this ragtag group of misfits beat the odds and win the tournament, or will they end up on their backsides? Get ready for the hilarious and heartwarming tale of triumph against all odds. It's better. That's way better. That's way better. Still not buying a ticket for it. <laughs> Well, I mean, but you probably wouldn't buy a movie for like any shit kids movie. Any kids movie. Mario. Oh my god. I'm there with bells on for Mario. <laughs> it's Can't a wait me. For that shit. A Mario. But would you buy uh, a movie? God damn it, you would ruined you buy it. A movie if this was written in like the effect of like good if voice. You do it, I would buy a ticket for it because No, 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 but just in general, like you saw a trailer Yeah, if it was a good boy style, I'll probably yeah. would. Yeah. Like imagine so. like um I'm trying to remember like Burt Kreshner plays the custodian. I don't like Burt Kreischer. Burt Kreischer, yeah, that would be fun. He needs to put a goddamn shirt on. He's wearing a shirt, and he's tackling the shit out of kids. He's like, this is how you write. Maybe if he has a shirt on. All right. (laughs) Maybe. I thought more Bill Burr. There better be a fat kid. Of course. Rugby, there's always fat kids. There's always a fat kid. Also, I'm asking Chad GBT these questions. Um, What Mexican child stars ages 10 through 15 can play the lead role? Who plays the coach? (laughs) So, we'll see who plays the custodian coach. Oh, yeah, Casting. You, you can cast TBD. too. They gave me uh, for one of my movies. Uh, they gave me Zolo Maridueña, fucking the guy from um, oh, Cobra Kai. Kai yeah. And then they gave me um, what's her name? It, uh, they gave me the girl who plays Dora, Isabella Merced, the okay. the teenager. Yeah, because it's like a college age, like twenties, whatever. So they like, yeah. give me a star that's like twenty uh, eighteen to twenty four to play a college student. Okay, that's one of my premises. Um, oh, they don't know anything about Mexican shit. child stars. <laughs> So uh, he's uh, gonna yeah, give that me. Was a stretch. It's gonna give me some options, though. In general, um, like even the kids from the Good Boys, I don't think I ever saw them in anything ever again. Me either. <laughs> oh. oh, it's giving you fake names though for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Luis Arieta, Alan Estrada, Maximiliano Nahar. There you go. I'm taking it. I didn't have a number five. What? I'm taking that one. What Monster Squad? Yeah. I don't know what that's, that is. Oh, that's like. An old throwback. It's one of my favorites. I used to watch it every Halloween Uh, as a kid. What was the movie that uh, came out at the same time? It was Monster Squad and something else. And then people were mad that like they weren't working on the other project. I think it was Princess Bride. I think so too. It was one of those. The way it was a duel. Oh, it's Goonies. Goonies, yeah. Is it Goonies? Um, They were like mad that they were working on the effect. Like, oh, we're doing like this shitty movie, and then ended up being way more famous. Yeah, they used to do that back in the day. Well. 
Marcos, I like your idea for this ragtag rugby movie filled with the children. Uh, Los Toscos. Yeah. That's your number five? That's my number five. I like it. Little Rascals, not Little Rascals, Little Giants meets Bad News Bears meets Rugby. Uh, Essentially, you would just add it to Sandlot, The Big Green, Los Toscos. <laughs> it should Big be, Green you, was the you, first one I thought you of. Should be able to make, <laughs> yeah. You should be able to make a trilogy of those oh, on man, a movie Where night. can I find a fat... Freckled red-haired kid in this day and age. <laughs> Nowhere. Put out a casting call. Hey, but it's, probably in Mexico. it's probably one from like northern Mexico that could do that. Tommy. Yes. You're number five. All right. So I'm doing all remakes and I don't need no AI. Well, I'm this. gonna assist. Oh, okay, that's fine. Any questions you have, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the assist. Okay, I got you. But uh my number five, let's see which one should be. All right, you know what? I'll keep it simple. I like to start off simple, ease my way in. Of course. Just the tips. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so I'm going with, uh, they need to remake League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, that'd be dope. Like the right way. Not I mean, all they, the way the right I was about way. to say, they'd still hate that. Yeah, yeah, it's still like scenes in it from the, the comic book that aren't very <laughs> movie friendly. Doesn't like... Invisible Somebody get raped? Yeah. The horrible thing. Invisible Man also gets raped, I believe. He does. Oh my God. It's a lot of that. We can we, can can we not that. do that immediately? We can cut that there one out. Go. But other than that. Well, that's they, what you said, like from the comic book. And I was like, I forgot who wrote it. And he was just very being <laughs> edge lorded. Right? Yeah. It was yeah. very touchy. <laughs> yeah. being like. very uh, edge lordy about it. Yeah, yeah. It's Alan Moore. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I would remake that. Which. Do you have a run that you want to like adapt from that? No, it's not a run. It's a graphic novel. Yeah. Oh no. Oh oh. So it's Just only one, one singular book. Yeah. Okay. No, that's why that's my first one. It's the easiest one. But I do. I'm. I'm you know what? Can I have a twofer? I'm doing a twofer because I have nothing for a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but. Just do it more like the source material, just slightly more. You could Not, do that with like all a whole bunch. Of that's what I yeah, kind of didn't count in my mind. It right, was better, so I'm gonna I'm gonna swap that out with twice the action, half the rape. <laughs> oh my gosh! Could you not please? No. I mean, yes, cut cut the assault, but right. So uh, I'm doing Monster Squad because I think it should be remade. It should. It's a classic. What's the Monster Squad? No, I'm laughing at what the way AI told me to rename the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. What did it say? Uh, the Extraordinary Society, A New Beginning, Legends Reborn, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So Ooh, that's like the Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad difference. <laughs> Heroes Unite, A Tale of Adventure and Intrigue, Extraordinary Powers, so A Team of Legends. the Asylum Studios version. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. The Gentleman's League, A New Mission Awaits. Oh, God, no. No. So, Monster Squad, let me look that up. Yes. Because I don't right. know what that is. It's basically a kid's movie where they run into Dracula, the Wolfman, Frankenstein, and I believe the Creature of the, yep, creature of the Black Lagoon also. Uh-huh. But it's a kid's movie. Right here? I, yeah. I want to do it like basically my, one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I want to do it Fear Street style. To where it's still set in the eighties, uh-huh. but it's far more bloody. And I want a, a rated R version, essentially. You want a rated R version <laughs> of, of Monster it was, Squad? It was a kids' movie, yeah. like for the most part. It was. And I want I'm like trying a, to figure out what the special effects team like. They it was one special effects, and then like half of them went one way, the other one went the other way, and they were just like all like I want to work in the cool monster movie, and the other movie ended up getting more famous. So they got more. Or more pay time. Monster Squad is cult classic, sir. So. Mm-hmm. What's the name of? You said Fear Street. Fear Street. Yeah, that's I love Fear Street so much. I spelled Fear Street wrong. I felt the S T R E A T, baby. Fear Street. 
<laughs> Thank you. And then AI was like, you mean Fear Street, you fucking moron. Yeah. No, I just want to give a, a premise. Oh, okay. Because I said, uh, give me an elevator pitch for the movie, a Monster Squad remake done in the style of Fear Street. There you go. So there you what go. We, what do we get? Oh, good When God. a group of misfit teens discover that their small town is being terrorized by legendary monsters of the past, mm-hmm. sounded good, they band together to form a Monster Squad. But these monsters aren't your average villains. They're powerful ancient beings with the power to destroy everything the teens hold dear. As the squad races against time to uncover the secrets of these monsters to find a way to defeat them, they'll face their greatest fears and risk everything to save their own. With heart-pumping action, bone-chilling scares, and a dash of 80s nostalgia. Okay. There you go. There you Monster go. Squad is a must-see movie that will have you on the edge of your seat until the very end. I should have said add a little Stranger Things in there. Add a little Stranger <laughs> Things. More so than the- Fish. Because I could see like the Duffer Brothers making a Monster Squad remake. I would watch that. The Duffer Brothers? They made the they make Stranger, Stranger Things. things. Yeah. I thought people were tired of Stranger Things already. I've never been tired. If they just had the best season they've ever had. People were really sick it's of it. It's the last season coming no, up. I don't think people are No, sick people of love it. Everyone's you you are sick of Gotta deal with God. That's what and you Everyone's like. tired of Because you hate Kate it. Bush. I hate that one song. I hate very you hate Kate Bush. Songs. I hate very Actually, 80s songs. I very much like that song. I and do too. It's a, Kate Bush is a great artist. I'm sure. Keep listening to Katy Perry. <laughs> I don't like Katy Perry. I'm not going to take Katy Perry over Kate Bush. Actually, I like California Girls. Of course California you do. Girls, they're unforgettable. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you don't see you love pop, Kate Bush you love doing that. Taylor Swift. There you go. It was Edward Scissorhands. Is that what you're looking up? Yeah. What were you trying to look up? What is it? So the the studio got hired, mm-hmm. and then like they're like, oh, we're making this dumb like movie about With a dude. Tim Burton. Yeah, and then everybody was really excited to work on Monster Squad, but like, oh wow, bad choices. <laughs> so bad, bad choices. <laughs> so Tommy, you want to know what AI changed about the premise of Monster Squad by adding it like more Stranger Things? What we got? But as they delve deeper into the mystery, they realize that the monsters are connected to a shadowy government experiment. <laughs> that has been kept hidden from the public for years. With the help of a mysterious girl with strange powers, thinks Eleven from Stranger Things, the squad sets out to uncover the truth behind the monster to stop the government's sinister plans. It's just the plot of Stranger Things. It's just the plot of Stranger Things. Oh, they're GPT. against the monster squad. Instead of it's interdimensional th- monsters. Well, no, it's, they're, inter- they're not interdimensional. So, no, we so need Wolfman, Dracula, saying, and But it's the U.S. government making Wolfman a Dracula. Well, why? Why not? They're the evil government. Is it some cabin in the woods type shit? Yeah. And it's also a love letter. Why says, am I doing your job for it's you? It's a love letter. DVD. It's a classic horror and sci fi that will keep you guessing until how? The story. It's not telling me how. The government <laughs> made the monsters. You ask it how? The government. How did Because you can have conversations with I, this I, fucking. I don't thing. think I like this. But... I'm already out. Yeah. It's my idea and I'm not. I'm out. <laughs> this is why you need to ja- be Dracula more secure. for the Fed sounds like a dumb idea. <laughs> dumb, <laughs> sounds like a dumb, fun idea. I like it. Yeah, exactly. I would watch that. So it says, look at it. Perhaps the monsters were the result of a secret government <laughs> experiment to create super soldiers using genetic and super soldiers. Tommy, that's a great idea. <laughs> no, it's not. It's terrible. I want to make a super soldier. So I'm going to make a wolf man, a vampire, a swamp thing, like an amphibious like marine. And you end up with the creature the, from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, because you try to mix like frog DNA and swamp Do DNA. Do these creatures already exist in life or no? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, splicing you're, you're together DNA from getting to Dracula. Look at, look at no shit. How does splicing together DNA from animals, insects, and even mythical creatures? So mythical creatures do exist. And you're taking the DNA to make hybrid. How do <laughs> mythical creatures exist? You're fired, chat GPT. Get out of my office. 
Security. God damn it, that's terrible. Hey, man. I didn't say these were my ideas. It's a Resident Evil. It sounds a little Resident <laughs> Evil. Resident yeah. Evil. Someone said, this is just the League of Extraordinary <laughs> <laughs> It's all one circle. So Tommy's yeah. movie is The Monster of Extraordinary Gentlemen. There you go. The squad of We would have been better off just mixing those two together. That's what I should have done. I need to just give you random. Two- no. Can I switch it already? Hold on, hold on. Yeah. You wanted the reasoning if Ma, how I said uh, I said how do <laughs> mythical creatures exist in this world? Yeah. One possibility that the government experiment that created the monsters also inadvertently opened a portal <laughs> to another dimension or an alternate reality where <laughs> mythical creatures exist. It's like go to sleep now. <laughs> now shut the fuck up! Stop asking questions. <laughs> You're fired. You're fired. No, I'm switching mine now. We're doing something. That's your number five. You've already that's your that's number, my number five. five for sure. Period. No, 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 We're not done. like no. I'm switching what I'm doing. Oh, I'm giving you pitches because you know how. What's the best way to pitch a movie? <laughs> yeah, so and so meets so and so. Right. We're doing that. Okay. See what Chat GPT says. All right. Well, that's your number four. Yeah. Monster Stranger Things, League of Extraordinary well, Monster Squad. Five. Yeah. That's my first one. That took too long. Of Go Extraordinary ahead. Monster Squad. Speed it up. Bad new beers. Yeah. yeah. Mine's pretty easy. Uh, my at least I have my premises written out. We'll start off with my number five. My number five. Let me set the stage for you, okay, <laughs> yeah. Tommy? And what was the name of the movie? Did we? Oh, no, these are just remakes. Yeah. So you're you don't get cool. They were. You don't get cool we, fun we names. We switched it now. You don't get cool fun names. Mine are completely original. All right. This is my pitch. <laughs> the world. They're, they're not original. <laughs> He's on his third number five. <laughs> All right. Now my number five. In 2023, they are. Yeah, go. <laughs> the world is depleted. Minority groups are the only ones to survive after the economic collapse worldwide. Mm-hmm. In Los Angeles, it's racism. I'm just fine. I just want an all ethnic. I want a, a Washington Heights level cast. Okay. Not dancing. It's no, no musicals on my list. Okay. In Los Angeles, Did you the, kill all the white people in no, LA. They just yeah, can't. Happened? They don't aren't able to survive. How? Because Mexicans take all the crops and they know how to farm them and till them, and the white people don't. The white farm owners don't. So this is it can, everything collapses. Okay. And there might I be a race like, war in there. I'm like not implying that. could hold it down. That's though. what I'm saying. I don't feel like, I feel that's racist to say that society would collapse if it was only colored people. Left. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm getting out of this. Did you not get that out of this? That's what Tommy, I heard. But Tommy, you're not listening to the premise of the movie. Okay. Okay. The only way. To, this is a, part after. What? All the white people just moved to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> just that leave was, us on dying earth. That was that's not more what, Realistic. What's the movie with Matt Damon? Elysium. Hang- yeah, this is Elysium. That's all That's this what is. It is. The day all without a Mexican and Elysium. Elysium, yeah. <laughs> no, so in, in in Los Angeles, the only way to earn respect is to have your very own battle mech, okay? It takes place in Los Angeles. These <laughs> mechs. Like battle mech? Yeah, like That's battle. Elysium. Well, no, but listen. These mechs are designed based off of lowrider technology Jesus and are chromed Christ. out airbrushed to perfection. Each group, much like the film The Warriors, has their own gimmick and champion lowrider. It's do battle for money and respect. What are we doing? This is still almost Elysium. It really it's is all very but, close. But the lowrider mech suits is what separates That's it. the Pacific Rim element, kind of, that you bring in. But do you remember when Matt Damon gets the super suit? Like, he's hanging out with Cholos that are just, like, it's working only, on lowriders. only Mexicans in this world. <laughs> and Matt Damon. And Matt Damon. For whatever reason. <laughs> he's Creeper from <laughs> Tax Collector. Oh, no. Nobody should be Creeper from Tax Collector. Nobody should be Creeper from Tax Collector. Oh, that one was a, that's a classic. So, 
I'm having it come up with a title for it. But no, I just want to see like a the Warriors with battle mechs, yeah. but there's just different classes of people that are able to do it. So like there's like like high socks cholo mech that's like a super low Sounds rider. Like then you have like a Cadillac one from another group. Then you have like a muscle car that's just like a pure muscle car. Yeah, I know there's like a bug flying around. What the hell is that? I don't know, but <laughs> it's on the ground. So I asked for five titles, you guys yeah. get to pick the title for this movie. Um Chrome War no I'm sorry, Chrome Warriors, The Battle for LA, Low Rider Mech Showdown, The Last Riders of LA, Battle for the Chrome Throne. Ooh. No. Kind of like that. I like the last riders. I like of the last riders. Of the last riders of it, or the mech riders, a tale of survival. How about we do it this way? <laughs> Pull it up again. Hold on. Make these titles in Spanglish. Oh, Jesus. Let's see what it does. But you were saying, Tommy, about these titles? I was going to mix two of them. I was going to mix the last <laughs> Los riders. Chrome Warriors, La Pataya de Lele. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to call it uh, the last riders of LA. Dot, dot. Battle for Chrome for the Chrome. Battle throne. for the Chrome. Throne. That's a long ass. That's title. a long ass. A lot. So, okay. Last Riders of LA, Battle for the Chrome. Throne. <laughs> yeah, that is a I badass name. This is kind of half baked, but if you bake this a little bit more, like Guillermo del Toro, will probably make it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> these are. You'll do your favor. These are. These are. You shoot it in LA. Yeah. You just get a bunch of gang member sets and a bunch of CG to make these like cholo How robots. How David Ayers? He has those. <laughs> Fuck David Ayers. Enough of David Ayers. Take your shit movies. away from him. Okay, I'll take it away from That's him. That's what I'm saying. Just yeah. use it. No, but I mean, but yeah, think like Pacific Rim slash the Warriors <laughs> slash kind of Gundams. Yeah, Guillermo okay. del Toro would do this with practical effects. He'd build like mechs and shit. Yeah. yeah. Robert Rodriguez involved. Yeah. It Battle for the set the entire movie. <laughs> no, <we're... laughs> Keep Robert, Robert Rodriguez away from sci-fi right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. I like Battle for the Chrome Throne sounds like really close to a toilet joke. <laughs> oh, it does. Yeah. It sounds right. a little species um, too. This movie's not getting my ticket money. Shut up, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great yeah. film. Number huh? four. Move on to number four. Number four. Okay, no more audibles though. Uh, no, Ooh. I got it. I got it perfectly. It's, uh, you guys out. gave me no feedback on my movie though. You guys are like, what whatever. That shit's it was Elysium. Elysium. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you you just stealing well, stuff. Well, I'm now. gonna go watch Elysium. Okay. They, don't, have, don't they do have one mech movie. They have one mech in that movie. It ain't great. He'll be really mad at the end where Matt Damon is dying and he's hearing Mexican women talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Ay, Dios mío. You know magical, mystical Negroes? It's magical, mystical Mexican. <laughs> I've never seen that. Triple honestly. M. Huh? I-, I might like to see that once. I think you oh, they see heal it. him? That's dope. Using Mexican voodoo powers? No, they don't heal him. He's dying. And then as he's dying, he's remembering the people that raised him. And it's oh, like, I, mijo, like, you are going to grow up and help people someday. And he's just there dying. And he's hearing Mexican voices. And hey, just like, that's what I hope to hear <laughs> as I lay dying. Usher you into heaven. Yeah, right. Exactly. Ushering. That's right. Ushering into heaven. I'm going. That's my number five. The LA Rider, the last riders of LA battle for the crow throw. <laughs> Marcos, what's your number four? So my number four, this is going to be in the realm, like, so when we grew when we were, I want to say, I don't know, middle school to Sam being an eight-year-old, um, there was a lot of historical movies being made, like Braveheart, um, Gladiator, oh, Kingdom of Heaven, Dance, Dances with Wolves, there oh, was yeah. a whole bunch of those. Yeah. What I want to see is just, so this would just be about the warrior ethos, and like, sometimes you just have to fight even though you don't want to fight. I, I just kind of relate to this because it was just kind of like, I don't, I'm not the most patriotic person, but I just, it's in my blood kind mm-hmm. of thing. So this would be that kind of thing. There's a series of battles called the 
Cagayan bottles in the Philippines. Sure. So what is it? Is the how do you spell it? Uh, C A G A Y A N. Yeah, Chat GPT can't help with this because this is historical. Yeah. Um, it might. It might know what it is. <laughs> it's not the Thirteenth Warrior. That's another good example. Of Savage Mandy. Um, oh, that's weird. The color pigment changed. Um, so what this is is like after the Aztecs lost. So this is about the 1500s. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started to get conscripted and joining up to fight within the Spanish. And from the Spanish, they go to the Philippines. And in the Philippines, they start getting attacked by Japanese Ronins. So you have Aztec warriors fighting Japanese Ronin, and it's this really big battle that um, supposedly, like the the Aztec side, only lost like ten people, and then the Ronin people were like, like they lost like two hundred. It's like three hundred. Yes. Yeah. Wait. So it's the Aztecs and the the samurai. The Aztecs versus the samurai. Yes. That was a real thing. That is a real thing that happened in history. Where the fuck is this movie? Also, kind of a side note. I apologize. Just asking no a question yeah. here. As you suit, uh, what uh, the black, the slave that became the samurai, yeah, Yasuke, Yasuke, yeah, Yasuke, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. Have they made a movie about that? Yet? Mm, they're going I mean, to. I, I think no. there's an animated movie they're trying no, to make. No, fuck that. I need live action. Sorry, man, don't yell at me, I'm motherfucker! So I'm not the one making it. Shit, I'm trying to make. Uh, um, make I'm trying to make uh, Last Riders of LA battle for the Chrome Throne. I totally McKean, corrected that. I get you. I apologize. Against the uh, the uh, so they they were Japanese. They didn't actually. They weren't actually from. They were like uh, discredited and Ronin. So they they just signed up as mercenaries and they tried to t- uh, fight the Spanish in these battles. But the Aztecs won at the end of the day. Of course, yeah. That's how that works. But uh, no, there, I mean, on this note, there's all sorts of Aztecs versus Samurai equal no white people. That's where the movie is. Only in our dreams. Uh, well, Aww. on that note, I mean, the Spanish would be white, and they were there. They were they were they were <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> they drove they drove the boats there. Oh, seriously, it's coming to Netflix. Okay. Seriously, this sounds like a movie I have to see. Uh, on that note, while Sam's just typing around, um, we the things that they choose to make live action movies are pretty dumb. Like yeah. Like I would pay to see like a historical fiction comedy where um, so on the east side they told the Irish like if you built the railroad across the country you're gonna get all bonuses mm-hmm. and then they showed the Chinese workers on the west side like hey if you build a if you build the railroad to the east coast we're gonna give you all bonuses they basically lied to both right. people and then they start doing a comedy of errors blowing each other up and all this <laughs> stuff. like that part is real but you would have write it in a Mel Brooks Some type Doctor Strange love style type yeah I like that uh, even an- another thing that I've never seen in a movie but it's like one of my favorite historical stories is the stories of the Bone Wars the fuck the bone- the bone you're just coming wars. up with all these fancy cool names for wars <laughs> he knows history I do know history. Um, but yes, a rat race style comedy. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so archaeology really took off in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And there was two people that they used to be friends. They went to the same college and they even like named a dinosaur over each other. Mm-hmm. And then over the course of history, they became bitter enemies, like to the point that they were like paying each, uh, paying like random mercenaries to blow up the other person's camp. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, they would talk shit about each other because they knew a lot. But like they would go um, to each other's like displays or whatever and be like, I think he got. So there's a famous story where they put the the head of the dinosaur. Syphilis. No, 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 not like okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> they put the head of the dinosaur on the tail. Oh, and actual ba- nobody, vandalism. No, 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 no. All, the the archaeologists just didn't know better. Oh, gotcha. Because oh. this is archaeology. Oh. Like it's just starting. They don't know what's up. Yeah, right, they don't know right. what's up. Literally, George Washington died not knowing dinosaurs exist. Because we didn't find them till the 1800s. 
He didn't deserve to know. They thought they were, hey, they thought they were dragons. It's fine. Yeah. I'm sure they no, found no, they some never, bones. No, they've never found anything. In the oh, don't months. tell me that, KJ. What did KJ say? Chadwick Boseman's release to play Yasuke. That, I did that hear that. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Jesus. But, uh, so they knew the anatomy enough to be like, oh, he fucked up. He put the head on the tail. So he literally walked around the exhibit being like, I think that thing's wrong. Like he, and then he posted. I all feel this. like he has syphilis. Would have been a way better burn. Syphilis. Well, Marcos, do you have a title for your movie? Because I got five. Um, I got one. Um, I didn't use Chat GPT. I used Google, <laughs> and it's Quatemoc. Uh, oh, that's yeah. He's the famous soldier fighter man. Uh, also- I just know it means the fallen eagle. That oh. sounds pretty cool in my. Quatemoc uh, is. I thought he was uh, one of the emperors. I believe at one point. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. There's a famous Quatemoc, or at least at the very least, it's a common Aztec name. Yeah. How about, and ChatGPT here gives you some options Honor Bound, The Battle of Cagayan, Warriors of Cagayan, Blood on the Sand. I'm going to get rid of the things. The Sword and the Eagle. Sword and the Eagles is pretty The cool. Aztecs and Samurai in Beyond Borders, Warriors of. Yeah, they didn't know anything about this historical <laughs> event. And it's just, I go, give me an elevator pitch. In Honor Bound, oh, they just chose Honor Bound. The Battle of Cagayan, two of history's greatest warrior cultures collide as Aztec and samurai forces clash in the Philippines in 1582. Through stunning battle sequences and intimate character moments, the film explores the warrior ethos of these two cultures and the sacrifices made in the name of honor and duty. As alliances are forged and broken, a small band of warriors on both sides must navigate the complexities of their cultures and the brutal realities of war in order to emerge victorious. In the end, Honor Bound is a tale of courage, loyalty, and the the universal human struggle to find meaning and purpose in the world of violence Maybe and for chaos. a World War II movie. Honor Bound? Honor Bound is a good title for Honor something. Bound. There you go. That, does that sound accurate? I mean, that want? sounds accurate. The only issue is that, like, uh, the reason why I'm, I'm throwing this here is, like, yeah, dude, no one's going to give me $500 million to make this movie. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> I, can, I, I can ask ChatGPT how to make $5 million to fund no, this movie. No, I won't tell No, you they get mad. Illegal. I go, how can I get a billion dollars for free? And they're like, you have to work really hard. You can't just have money for free. I was like, fuck you, ChatGPT. Did you type in fuck you, ChatGPT? What did it say? It was like, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I made him sad. So, so I'll give one of my originals because I love that one so much. That's a cool story, though. That's amazing. Yeah. So I have a history thing. I would love to see a movie made of. But what I'm doing, I told you, I'm doing something new here. Mm-hmm. So the, these the, are real pitches <laughs> now, as per the premise. Yeah, because I'm doing it the classic pitch way. So and so movie meets so and so. Of movie. course. But my movie would be about about the Black Seminoles. Which oh would be, yeah, that would be really so dope. be fucking amazing. But I have a problem with Django Unchained, uh-huh. as some people do. As yeah, you probably you probably should <laughs> a little bit. Love a cup. Look, the 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 technical cinema cinematic, you know, magic is there, but uh-huh. everything else is right. <laughs> you know, of course, a little, little problematic. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. So I would kind of want to do it in that kind of Tarantino esque vein. Uh huh. But I, what I, my pitch would be, my Black Seminal movie is Django Unchained. Okay, you with me? Okay. Meets Woman King. Ooh. Yeah. About the Black Seminoles. Which, if you don't know about it, it's basically, it was a group that accepted. It was a Native American group, which Native Americans, you know, black people back in the day, didn't always vibe. Right. So, so <laughs> It was kind of every man for himself back yeah, yeah, then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. A <laughs> little bit. And so, but the black Seminoles weren't like that. And they kind of welcomed everybody. And they basically built an army to be like, if you want to come fuck with us, do it. But it's not wise. 
Very good fight. Hide in the swamps. Yeah, the swamps of like Florida. They went in Texas. They were really all over the south. You know, the southeast. And like, yeah, they would just you didn't really fuck with them because I never heard of them. By the way, they're called like the tribe that never surrendered. Yeah, they just they were probably one of the best fighters you could have back then. Let me take a look at Google Images. Like Seminoles. Oh, they still exist. Some do. Seminole Negro Indian Scout Cemetery. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. They mixed a lot. So, so what's the what's the rising Melting action? Pot. Are we are we? What's the strife? Is it just us against it's, the world? I don't know. Let Chat GPT decide. All right. That's what we hired it. <laughs> okay. So, oh, so now we're just picking all of it. Chat I GPT's told you so and so meet so and so. All right. So, if I, this is a three man job, I come up with that, and Chat GPT comes up with the pitch. Okay. So fine, let me go ahead and just give you this, okay? Give me an elevator pitch for this movie. A movie about the Black Seminoles, a group who built an army who welcomed everyone to fight all who opposed them, and a Quentin Tarantino-style Django Unchained meets the Woman King. Yeah. Something went wrong. If the issue persists, okay. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't make characters starring Black, black Trinity, starring movies. Trinity Q2, uh, Q2. Uh, that's my people, the Black Seminoles, Florida, baby. Florida. Yeah. Are these movie pitches going to be on the midterm? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You can use ChatGPT. Oh, it's too many things for ChatGPT. It's like three things. It's, cra- it's crashing. I don't know what to tell oh, you. Oh, you broke ChatGPT. It's still not great, ChatGPT. Like in it's, the sense that it like, yeah, you can we're a lot still, out. it's still learning stuff. There we go. All right. It's, it's, it's generating. I had to refresh. Oh my Did God. Why it? is it excited? <laughs> Did you give it cocaine? No, it's not, no, because the, fr- the first sentence has it with the exclamation part. Oh, it's so it, All right, it should be. It's an interesting. Let's, subject. let's try this again. Get ready for an action-packed ride through history with the Black Seminoles. Oh my god! In this Quentin Tarantino-style film, you'll witness the true story of a fearless group who built an army that welcomed anyone willing to. This is what I'm saying yeah. to fight against those who opposed them. With the adrenaline of Django Unchained, with the epicness of the Woman King, this movie will take you on a journey of heroism, courage, and determination in the face of oppression. Don't miss out on the powerful tale of the Black Seminoles and their fight for freedom. That told. That was trash. That was trash. <laughs> Make a better. That's the, one of those 1995 straight-to-VHS movies. Oh, absolutely. Hey. That you just look right over. Hey, woman, lead. Remember there was like six albums yeah, in the lead. 90s, and you were just kind of like, again? Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did you have cable when you yeah. were a kid? So I don't know if you were old. Did you have HBO? I take it you did. No, I didn't have HBO. Shit. What, what, I'm what trying, every Friday, HBO had, I forgot what they called it. It was like. Action Friday or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But they always had, like, literally, it's a straight to VHS movie that they would premiere like it was a big movie. But it's on Friday because the big premieres were on Saturday. The only thing I remember is USA, USA <laughs> would uh, normally, like, what's it called? Like, they would, um, they had a lot of historical type movies yeah. too. They made a movie about uh, Attila the Hun and Vlad the Impaler, oh, just shit. random shit. Yeah. I like that. They were pretty cool. Um, was a Spartacus? Like yeah, they, re- they did like a two-part Spartacus movie. Yeah, it was one movie on that uh, HBO one called Butter. <laughs> With the A. I've seen Butter. It, yeah, yeah. Like they weren't bad movies. It was one called Highway to Hell, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Like they Highway were they were quality straight to VHS movies. Those are the best movies. Some of them are good. When they're really good. Yeah. There we go, Tommy. So it made a really shitty premise. Of it course just repeated it did. what I said, but I said make it shorter with more plot points and strife. <laughs> but the main character is Nia. Nia. That's she has name. a name. Okay. She has a name. 
All right, I'll read it as it go along. Tom, you ready for your movie? Okay. In the late 1800s, the Black Seminoles, a group of escaped slaves of Native Americans, form an army to fight those who seek to enslave and oppress them. Our story centers on Nia, a fierce and determined Black Seminole who leads the rebels in their fight against a powerful outside force. Star Wars so far. <laughs> as Nia and her army battle their enemies, they must also oh, confront their internal idea. struggles and division. Stop interrupting with the chat. I'll get to them in a moment. They encounter unexpected allies and foes and face numerous obstacles and setbacks along the way. You have to fill this stuff in. Yeah. They're just giving you the stuff. Nia's unwavering determination and fierce leadership inspire her followers to fight with all their might, even as the odds stacked against them, Tommy. Okay. Their enemies are ruthless and cunning, and the rebels must use all their skills and resources to survive. Hmm. With thrilling battles, unexpected twists, and moments of intense emotion, this movie delivers a powerful message of resistance and resilience, combining the episcope of the Woman King with the explosive action of Django Unchained. It's a cinematic journey you won't forget. Who's the star? Who stars as The only issue with uh, all that is the Black Seminoles are like the 16-1700s, not the late 1800s. I know. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I do like, I, I'm sorry, I didn't they, mean to interrupt. They were yet. around for a while. No, for sure. Well, they're still around now. Yeah. Um, but I do like what Savage Mandy said, where it's like, can we do the same topic but video games? That's why I, was, oh, I didn't mean to interrupt fun. Sam. But I was like, yes, oh. oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is going to be silly. And, and Serenity, it's no, that's butter with the R. But uh, <laughs> star Sh- uh, Shamar Moore from <laughs> from SWAT. All right, so all I'm asking for is some African American or seminal actresses between the ages of 21 to 45, because uh-huh. we're inclusive here. Yes, who could play the the role of Nia versus Journey Smollett? <laughs> I like that. That's not bad. Yeah, I like she Journey. seems. I don't know if she has the the gumption or the chops. She does for this. Do you She's think so? Bold. Yari Shahidi. Kiki Palmer, Danielle Brooks, I like Kiki. Tessa Thompson. Oh, you know I love Ooh, me some Tessa. I love you. Kiki Lane, Zazzy Beats, Our girl Amber Stevens. Now nah, fuck it, all them gone. Our girl who? Uh, Paris. Tiana Paris. Tiana Paris. Yeah, she wins. She wins. She won it. Not Cree Sacchino, age twenty-one. I don't know who that is, but I hope they're seminal. I'm sure they're great. I'm sure they're great. Actually, no, I do like Yara also. Yeah, because it... Tessa. Sorry, Tessa gotta Thompson? go with Tessa. Yeah. yeah, didn't she play like some sort of like native primal person at some point? I don't think so. Did I imagine that? I guess I, I dreamed that. Did. Maybe you did. It's okay though. But Tommy, yes, you got it. The Black Seminole movie. It's about strife and strife. outside forces. That sold me. It's not bad. Yeah, I don't know what you put in there. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> pretty much, it with pretty much the... what I read back is how ISIS made it more. You should ignite it, Chat, chat GPT. I you? have. Yeah. All that right, a good one. my number four. This is taking forever. Yes, it is. Speed but, but, <laughs> speed this it one, but this one's very funny. Yeah, it's a weed movie. Okay, in the classic vein of Cheech and Chong. Yeah, a gr- this is going to be stupid as fuck, but I'm okay with it. A group of four cholos are on a mission to come up with the best engineered weed technology. One comes up with a souped-up car that can seal itself shut so he can hotbox it. Another, a hotbox suit that is also airtight. The third helps grow the best weed crop, and the youngest of them is a nerd who just wants to do nerdy things and not be a cholo, but. He wants to hang with his family, so he sticks around, okay? The four of them go on an outlook where they want to watch a meteor shower, but then they get chased by a rival gang, and during the meteor shower, the car uses turbo power to outrun the rival gang members, and through chance, two meteors collide behind them on Earth, and they get sucked into space with their sealed-up car and their makeshift spacesuits because they were trying to hotbox themselves in their own so space spoiler. Suits. Okay. Aliens grab them in orbit and ask them to help save the planet. These are the aliens that built the Aztec pyramids. <laughs> so, three potheads and a, dur- a dork have to save the Earth with the Aztec aliens <laughs> that made the pyramids. 
I wasn't gonna be a part of it. If it's streaming, I'd watch. It. <laughs> yeah, no, this yeah. is a this is a Tommy Boy level comedy. Cheech and Chong's it's one of those Netflix movies they don't promote. Yeah, yeah, just pops. Oh up. yeah, this yeah. is one of those silly, dumb, like just goofy, stupid movies that is for the potheads. I like, but it's kind of psychedelic a little bit because they're going to space. It's kind of fast and furious because they got the fast cars, but they're all very smart guys, but they're a bunch of potheads and they just do all their engineering in the scope of pot. (laughs) That's their thing. So I don't have a title for this one, so I am going to come up with it using ChatGPT because I already got the plots written down. Number one, Trollo Space Race, Saving the Alien Aztecs. I love that. These are the longest titles. Can you make... Five shorter titles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I like three word titles. Engineered Greens, Blaze in Space. I like Blaze in Space. The High Flyers, The Weed Tech to Saving the Galaxy. Ganja Galaxy, The Cholo's Unexpected Space Odyssey. I like that. That one's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. I like Ganja Galaxy, The Cholo's Unexpected Space Odyssey. What if the aliens are all stressed and uptight and it's ruining their society? The stoners get them high. Someone call Monkey Paw Productions. Who does... Monkey Paw Productions. This is Jordan Peele? Yeah. Wow, these are fucking terrible titles. I said make them shorter. Some okay. Cholo We Tech and Aliens. That's not good. Space Race Cholos. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Is Carlos Mencia like, producing The these? High Flying Cholos. Oh, no. That, that they're, That's as high as they go. Cholos versus aliens. That's that's the um, who I like Key's title better. Guardians, Guardians of Guardians of the Ganja. <laughs> How about We Tech in Space? These are awful. Fuck you, Chat GPT. Yeah. Your guys' premises are fun and whimsy and cool. My titles suck. They're terrible. Your ideas are just kind of weird. Like they have so much built into them. Yeah, there is. This is the you movie write, pitch. It's like you write them, then you put it in there, and it unwrites them. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, oh, that's sort of interesting. Take away everything that's interesting. Yeah, everything that made that interesting, let's take that away. Hey, man, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this type of stuff, man. I'm not good with titles. Learning. Ganja Galaxy, the Cholo's Unexpected Space Odyssey. There you go. That's better. Imagine trying to say that super high. No. Exactly. Don't do you can't they don't do make it. stoner comedies anymore for this very They really need to, though. I don't think they do. But that's a good movie idea. <laughs> New drugs exist. <laughs> it's never. a throwback to the old weed comedies. Yeah, no one wants it. No one's asking for it. Well, that's the problem is you can't do a throwback to that because people are getting high on weed anymore. It's just like, oh, I can just buy that down the street. Yeah. I, I want to do whippets now. That's why what adventure is there left in the weed society? <laughs> no, they're going to space and they're doing the best weed technology. They had the, the dankest of the dank. You know how they invented Pineapple Express and that was such a big deal and that was a real thing? They're going to make an even better Pineapple okay. Express. Good for them. The stickiest of the icky. I'm not buying it, nor streaming it. <laughs> you were going to stream it. Not anymore. Well, I don't want to watch your Black you Seminole unsell- movie. Get out of here. You were selling You were unselling you didn't see movies. the see The Last Queen or whatever, did you? What? No, I was talking to Sam. Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> Oh, you, know, you, mean the, you know he did. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the, the Woman King? Yeah. Is that what you were talking about? At least know the title of it. Yeah, at least I saw it. You know <laughs> Space Foos in the Chronic Dilemma? There you go. <laughs> I like That's a good it. one. Thank you, Aztec817. Marcos, Marcos. number three. Okay, easy there. No, I'm kidding. Someone's this. running the show, and I'm it's, never, it is I'm the trying, guy with the switch. I'm, I'm trying it out. <laughs> trying to move things along trying like I've produce. tried so hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> Marcos, what's your number three? Um... Since you all hate my fucking movies. We don't, You're not making them up to be fair. <laughs> what? 
The chat GPT. Yeah, you just fell asleep it. watching Elysium. No, yeah. I invented the premise. <laughs> I invented the premises. These are not chat GPT premises. Oh, these are my. How long did you come? Did it take for you to come up with these? Forty-five minutes. Yeah, it's rough. Go okay, ahead. So, <laughs> Mister, I want a movie about the Black Seminoles. That's it. It's interesting. So it's his samurai Aztec movie. That's so yeah, but that he did research a little bit. What's where's your history? Uh. I have one that actually does have history. Okay, anyway, slight history. So this is going to be one of the weirdest ideas that ever was made. Like oh, this, damn. this is the one already happened, but it inspired this idea. So it goes through several levels. Do you remember a movie called Volcano High? Yes. I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> of course, mommy would remember yeah. Volcano High. So it's basically like this random, like Asian Japanese flick, but all the voices were like Snoop Dogg. Oh, they did it on MTV. <laughs> yeah, it was bizarre as fuck. Uh huh. But the whole thing is like it's warring groups. It's like the drama club is fighting the sports team is fighting the like that's they're not. If you look it up, you're just seeing normal kung fu movies. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Kind of. (laughs) But I want to do that kind of premise, but with kids next door type technology. Kids next. Oh, you mean like the cartoon? cartoon? Yeah. So it'd be like like prodigies. No, 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 no. That's kids next door is um, like the cartoon where where they make like dumb. Crazy little gadgets. Yeah, so yeah. I want like the band to fight with sound waves. Like, that is football. literally kill a kill. But it was like a little bit of rival schools thrown in. So, yeah. Yes. So okay. that's where I, I that's, like that. That's where I put. You it get on. Letterman jackets. Uh, well, the obviously the jocks would be a bad guy. This is a nice oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the jocks are bad guys. Uh, the true masterminds of the behind the evil plot is the student council that's trying to slowly take everyone evil because everyone hates snooty smart kids. That's true. This is true. Well, I'm I'm gonna make this premise work. I'm writing it all out. <laughs> I go a child movie where band kids, cheerleaders, jocks, art nerds, and the student council have all formed rival factions. Uh, our protagonists would be the slackers that are not actually in any groups. Oh, yeah. The the floaters. The floaters. So how do, how do they factor into this? Oh, can we because do like a fistful of dollars type situation? Yes. Okay. It's just they're watching the student council take everything over. And then like it's going to be it's a dumb preteen movie. So on top yeah. of that, it's like as they come in, it what's the I, I didn't see this Harry Potter movie. But remember that like the evil headmistress takes over and like she puts in all these dumb rules. Wait, which guy, movie? Which one are you talking about? Uh, the, the one the lady who was in the pink. She was evil, Harry but she's always and nice. Harry oh, Umbridge, yeah. That's it. All right, so that there's that kind of character in the student council. It's like, all right, no more snacks or whatever. Or they like a she, smile. Yeah, yeah, like she just keeps taking more and more fun. Like when she takes when they defeat like the jocks, the government. Yes, exactly. <laughs> when they take over the jocks, they say like, no yeah. more combat sports. Like you can only play tennis. Like they outlaw all these other sports. Okay. Yeah, Bad and then uh, when they take over the band, it's like no jazz. Like only like classical. Men- like it's just that kind of dumb yeah. on the surface premise as they go through all the clubs. What happens to her? Um, I mean, I guess she gets beat up. You have to watch the movie to find out. That's how you sell a movie. That's how you chat. <laughs> chat GPT. Yeah. Fuck yeah, those kids not need those snacks. They need fruit cups. <laughs> oh my god! So dehydrated fruit. Dehydrated. Yeah, that'd be fun. So it's you said middle school. All yeah, middle school. So it's Matilda. Missed, you. Just- yeah, Matilda was actually. Oh, okay. Stretchable, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of the episode of Malcolm in the Middle where the smart kids are allowed back into normal classes and they almost all start a Yes, yeah. that is exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Marcos is selling. Just open your own studio. <laughs> well, no, because you're just making movies that they won't make. You said they won't make anymore. Because where are you going to find a bunch of middle school actors that aren't from the Wimpy yeah, Kid you, series? You hate children. No, I just hate children actors, actors because most of them are terrible. I thought he was about to say because most of them what, become addicts. <laughs> I was about to say, dude, Sad fact. watch 20 minutes of We Were Heroes or We Can Be Heroes and then just be like, damn. I'm they, not doing that yeah, to no, myself. They, Robert Rodriguez found like 30, 30 kid actors and all of them are terrible. All the, good, all the good kid actors were in the 90s and I don't know what the fuck happened after that. <laughs> they all did drugs and were terrible and we go, maybe we shouldn't do this to children. <laughs> no, no one said that in Hollywood. They will. They did now. <laughs> run those kids. Amanda Bynes is having fucking crises on the street. Oh, don't bring up poor Amanda. No, she did Bynes. like recently, and people were like, "Oh, she's crazy." They ruined it's like, no, so she many. Is, honestly, they ruined like, so truly many. Truly mentally children. ill. We just, she deserves our sympathy. Fuck, dude, our girl Selena. Like, oh yeah, she's going she's through a, stuff. She's trying to thrive, man. Yeah, yeah, she's she's trying to beat the odds. Trying to beat the odds. I mean, man. Bad G is like, oh, Marcos' moves would have thirteen actual 13, 16 year olds fighting. I mean, that's just Cobra Kai, right? Like, that's, that's not. Too far. That shit's violent Ooh. as fuck. Uh, I got some titles. So I have the long, stupid ones, and I said, make them with three words or less. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, because there was like Middle School Mutants, Rise of the Slackers, Schoolhouse middle Supers, school The Battle mutants. for Middle School, The Unaffiliated. I like that one. I, I like, like the that uh, one. Defenders of the Middle School, that's whatever. Outcast Avengers, right, Middle some School of these Divide. Now. It's, a, it's a thread. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I like this one. So there's Power Play School, Middle Mutant Mayhem, Unaligned, Unleashed. That's a, that's the sequel. Unaffiliated. <laughs> so it's unaffiliated, then it'd be unaffiliated, unleashed. That'd be the sequel. That's, that's Schoolhouse like, Supers. Ooh, brand. the faction fight. <laughs> the faction fight. I do like that. I'm yeah. going with unaffiliated. And so, I, like, I do like unaffiliated. Yeah. So this was this was the premise: a middle school movie where band kids, cheerleaders, jocks, art nerds, and the student council all have formed rival factions. The protagonists and slaggers have no. Who have no group. Each group uses superpowers based on their group class. Band kids use sound waves. Cheerleaders use kicks and dancing. Slaggers win dominance over the middle school. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's hard for me to pay attention because I'm writing these elaborate, yeah. concise descriptions of your guys' premise. So we decided. That's always the hard part. Is how do you how do you ask this? The, but the unaffiliated Marcos. That's your t- title of this movie. That's what yeah. I voted. Yeah, I voted for that one too. Yeah. Again, oh, we didn't I'll, even get a title for the Black Seminole movie. <laughs> we did not. Black Seminole. The Black, there you go. <laughs> the Black Seminole. There you go. All right. So that brings you, Tommy, to your number hey, three. We got. Some, I remember when Andre wait, is this 3000 and Lil John did voices three. in Volcano High. Did not know it was Andre 3000 yep. and Lil John. Uh, it was all rappers. Yeah, I just oh, remember God. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, oh yeah. Jeez. All right, so Tommy. okay, I'm, I'm mixing it up. This is the idea. I just I have to say, uh-huh. I would remake slash. It wouldn't be a sequel. It'd kind of be a remake, or at least inspired by Demolition Man, which is one of my favorite 90s movies. I love that movie. It's just amazing. And right. it's the most accurate as to what our future is. Uh, I, but here's mine. I'd go Aliens with it. Demolition Men. Okay. Where instead of just one, just Sylvester Stallone versus Wesley Snipes, it's it's literally an army of two sides of like a bunch of ex-convicts that just got unfrozen from <laughs> from cryo sleep. Who wait, are, wait, you said Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes? Yeah, have you never seen Demolition I've never Man? seen Demolition God Man. damn it, watch a movie. <laughs> 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 it's, it's a classic to me. But yeah, no, basically, yeah, just a group that's of anti-heroes that are for good, a group that's just for e- uh, evil in a world that's completely sanitized now. Like, if you curse, you get a ticket. Uh, you can't do early. In- you can't have sex. No sex before marriage. A sex period. You no. You can't have sex period. Yeah, it was just. Oh, they have that? sex with. They have sex with, with, with mind the, device. Yeah, with the mind device. 
And there's no toilet paper there. Seashells. It's, oh, I know the seashells thing. Yeah, no, three of them. Right? Yeah. The spread of STDs. Yes, that was that was the it. seashells were the stop of it. No, no the, the sex machine. Mm. Yeah, that was all. All, all the babies are born by inverto fertilization. Yes. Okay. But yeah, we're gonna do that. But it's just gonna they're just gonna have a war. <laughs> San Angeles was that the name of it? Yeah, San remember. Angeles PD. So yeah, they're just gonna have a war in San Angeles. Sorry, I, I meant to say uh, one group is for good, but then it came out as heroes that are food good. Food good? <laughs> food good, yeah. Instead of for good, I put food good. A group of evil in a world that can't be sanitized. I said, give me a remake of the movie Demolition Man. So let's see what comes up. Let's see what we got. <laughs> the Sanitized Revolution is the title. Oh, no, we don't need we Demolition, don't need Demolition Men, Men's the Sanitized Revolution. <laughs> In a world that has been sanitized to the point of being sterile. <laughs> I think it, yeah, I'm not saying, I think it meant literally sanitized. Uh, a group of Hatsai years known as the Renegades. Ooh, they're the Renegades. Okay. Are, fight for the freedom to live and think as they please, while an evil group known as the Sanitizers <laughs> seek to maintain control over society. The Renegades, led by the tough and charismatic Raven, is that a character in the no. movie? So we're rebooting everybody. Rebooting everything. Uh, recruit a former cop, Jack, who has been cryogenically frozen for decades. Sylvester Stallone. There we go. To help them overthrow the sanitizers and restore individuality to the world, Jack must team up with the resourceful and fearless rebel Phoenix. Okay. Raven and Phoenix. <laughs> to take down the ruthless leader of the sanitizers, Simon, who will stop at nothing to maintain his perfect society. Starring Idris Elba as Raven. Fuck all the people I recommended. <laughs> Fuck all the people I recommended. They weren't available. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan as Jack. Lupita Nyong'o as Phoenix and Giancarlo Esposito as Simon, directed by Ryan Coogler. I didn't put those in, but that sounds like everybody you'd want to cast. No, I don't want Ryan Coogler anywhere near this. <laughs> Fine, who do you want as director? Oh, God, I need a myself. <laughs> That's a good fucking cast, though, everyone else, though. Yeah, I mean, who's Sylvester Stallone in that? No, but Sylvester Stallone got cut. <laughs> no, he's he was the unfrozen the, cop. Yeah, he was in the synopsis. Well, no, no, they replaced everybody in the synopsis with these actors. I was hoping there was Sylvester Stallone. They just decided he's to recast too, well, him. And I put it D. in the thing. Make a remake of the movie, Dennis Man was... Oh, no, okay. He fucked up, dude. Cast, you? okay. Cast... Sylvester. No, we don't want him actually in these and, two. And uh, Wesley Snipes just in get Tom this Hardy. movie. Fine. Yeah, there you go, Tom. Oh, he'd be perfect, right? Just be Bane. Okay, I'm just trying to figure what out. A good guy. Yeah, so they're just, they're retiding. Is Tom the Hardy still jacked? I haven't seen him in a movie in like. He won a uh, no, he won a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu tournament oh, right. on a weekend just because. He's just doing side quests now. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> <That's what> he, <laughs> okay, so here we go. Raven, Sylvester Stallone. Now, now, so Sylvester Stallone is the charismatic lever, leader of the Renegades. Okay. Does that make sense? Does that make more sense? No. Okay. Uh, recruits a former cop, Jack, who has been cryogenically frozen. Wesley Snipes has been cryogenically frozen. Does that make any sense? No. Demolition it failed again. That's because it doesn't know Demolition Man. Well, then it's a failure. It has access to all make the internet and it doesn't know Demolition Man. Man. It's like the best movie ever. It's one of the best <laughs> movies ever. Is it really? <laughs> to me. That's no, pretty great. It really is pretty enjoyable. I mean, it's still like a summer. It holds lot. So lesson. John Spartan yeah. and Simon Phoenix are not real characters. The, they're the characters in the movie. They are characters in the yeah. movie. Yeah. Okay, fine. I asked it to remake, make a Demolition Man sequel plot. That better? That's easy. All right. Years after the events of the first film, the world has been transformed by the actions of John Spartan and Simon Phoenix. Society has been rebuilt and restructured. 
Oh shit, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it went ape shit. In a new that city, one. San Angeles has emerged as the model for all other world, cities in the world. However, the citizens of San Angeles are living in a seemingly perfect world where they are stripped of their individuality and emotions. Uh, and the city is governed by an AI system called the Controller. Is that a part of Demolition well, Man? No, this one? is completely new. So the Controller yeah. is now in charge. Okay. That's the new Demolition Man. It's kind of unmaking the ending where, like, Dennis Leary comes out of the hole yeah. and everything's great. Apparently the controller kills him. <laughs> a group of rebels led by the daughter of John Spartan and Lenina Huxley, Rose, are fighting to take down the controller and restore freedom to the citizen of San Angeles. They seek out the help of Spartan, who's been cryogenically frozen for years in their uprising. Meanwhile, Simon Phoenix has also been thought out, has his own agenda, and is on a mission to <laughs> <laughs> they just want to toss somebody out from crying Jamie Frozen. frozen and blow it up into like a million pieces. Oh, that's what happens at the end? Yeah. <laughs> they take his bits and they freeze it. So they bring him back to life. He just goes into... so. Okay. They have to bring him back somehow. DNA, sure. As the rebels in the Phoenix Day clash, Spartans must navigate the treacherous landscape of San Angeles and cover the truth by Do the controller. That's a sequel or a remake? That's a sequel. With yeah. the help of Rose and the rebels, Spartan must once again become the demolition man and fight to restore freedom to society. So Sandra Bullock. Hey, Bullock's I cloned him. There you go. And Michael B. Jordan is Rose Spartan. Wesley Snipes is Simon Phoenix. And Sandra Bullock is there. And Patty Jenkins is directing. Patty Jenkins. <laughs> That's what it says. Patty Jenkins. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> oh, shit. Keon uh, Sloan, 17, donated more bits. Hey, 104. Cue the it. fog machine. No, no please don't. Um, there you go, Tommy. There's your... It's a movie I never wanted to see. <laughs> You're the one that wanted it. And it's called, <laughs> not anymore. It's called Demolition Man Uprising, for the record. Why not? Why not? It's generic enough. It's generic enough. Tommy, you're number three. Was that that was my number three? That's what I'm saying. You're number oh, okay. Five. That so was, you that want was, another one? He's, he's ending your segment. He got three number fives. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. saying. <laughs> you gotta number let three. Me know. Okay. Plus. Yeah. Do do the hammer. <laughs> there you go. My number three. This one's a cute Disney movie esque style. Oh, Pixar. Hell. Pixar. Song of the <laughs> South remake. It is Song of the South, but all CG. And Uncle Remus is a rooster now. <laughs> I feel like they made that already. I don't know. That's another movie. Yeah. Now this one's this one's I got I got a little help with this one, but this one's a cute one. All right. So think about this. Pictures all CG. It's cute. Is or maybe Pixar? 2, or two D animation. I haven't decided. It's Pixar. Well, Nobody so, does two D animation. Nobody right, does. You fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Pixar. We do Pixar now. Fine. An old bucking bull, way past his prime, gets injured on his last ride and gets sold to a uh, sold cheaply to a small ranch. They have a young bull on the ranch that they can't seem to get under control, but if they can get the old, former, intimidating bull to calm down this young one, the young bull could be a champion bucking bull for bull riding competitions. They won't turn the old one into glue. They won't. But that's the thing. He's fighting to not be turned into glue, okay. to be put down. The movie contains bull training montages, found family, and a final bull riding tournament where the best human rider against the new up-and-coming bull. So essentially, you just—it's like it's like Cars. It's not a Pixar movie. That's a, big, that's a Big Sky movie. You got to find the dudes that did Rango at this point. Do, well, yeah, that's Big Sky. That's Blue Sky, right? Wasn't Blue that Rango? Sky, that's it. No, Rango was DreamWorks. Was Rango DreamWorks? Uh, I don't know who did. I feel like they did Rango, and then like they. All I know died. Gore Verbinski directed it. Yeah, they were like. I don't know what art <laughs> studio. It was Dream. It was a DreamWorks movie, but it, I don't think it was like that studio who did it. It I know like Rango was Nickelodeon, thing. but I'm saying the the studio was some weird yeah. people that Nickelodeon that never did another animated <laughs> movie again. Verbinski's Blink Wink Blind Wink Productions yeah. never did anything but else. But it was Nickelodeon, yeah. So it wasn't Rango even was Blue Sky. That's one of my favorite animated no. movies ever. Once again, I know Nickelodeon produced it. They didn't mm -mm. do the animation. No for animation it. for it. Like, no, you're fine. It I was know. one no, studio. 
Oh, gotcha. Because they're like, it was Nickelodeon. I'm like, no, I know Nickelodeon produced it. I'm telling you. They also well, produced Harriet the Spy. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. I'm saying, like, they didn't make that. Whoever made this movie just, like, rode off into the sunset with Rango at the end of that movie. Hey, go out on top. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. That shit was amazing. The animation was amazing, and you just never never saw anything like it's it again. It's probably my favorite kids movie, for sure. It's one, Rango? That and Fantastic yeah. Mr. Fox. I man. heard it's oh, fantastic. My. It's amazing. I'd watch that before any of the other movies you guys recommended to me on this podcast. We haven't recommended anything yeah, besides we, Woman we're King. Coming up with shit. And yeah, well, of course you don't want to see a movie about a strong black woman. <laughs> you want? Because it's probably on Amazon Prime, and I don't have Amazon it's Prime. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix? Yeah. Well, I'm kicked off of your Netflix, so I can't use it there anyway. Only when no one else is using it. <laughs> Which is probably. Which is never. So here's the deal I put it on both TVs. I know you do. That's how I know. <laughs> I was at your house one time, and you had some random MTV show blaring in the background. I'm yeah. like, Tommy, this is that level 80 volume. I'm trying to do some I like work. noise. You do. I do. Um, so the movie titles I got for this one was Bucking Bull Bond, Old what Bull Savior, Rodeo Redemption. It's not bad. The Bucking Fixer, Taming Thunder Hooves. <laughs> I like the I like Thunder, that one. thunder I Hooves. Like they always come up with one that I'm like, yeah, maybe. Taming Thunder Hooves. They, taming Thunder Hooves. And then I, I tried to do Spanglish, but they didn't give me anything good. Don't miss. No, okay. Make five new Spanglish titles. Let's see if they give me something cool that's more cult- cultural flair. These are Mexican bulls thunder we're talking hooves about. got me. Taming Thunderhooves got Taming Thunderhooves? Who's Thunderhooves? The young one or the old it one? It doesn't matter. With a title like Taming that. Taming Thunderhooves sounds like a stripper name. <laughs> coming, up to, <laughs> coming up to the stage. Thunderhooves. Thunder thunder you gotta stick around because you want to know why. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta like, why she, she uses her platforms to click. Oh, that's not the hoof I was thinking of. Oh. <laughs> Marcos, no. <laughs> no, Marcos. What? You'd have never gone to an all nude strip You got to give him that one. I'm a, I'm a I know it's it 2023. You got to give him that I'm one. I'm going to give it to him. You have to. I don't want to. <laughs> that was goddamn good. I like El Jefe de la Casa. Oh, yeah. These are all stupid. La Reina de la the Queen of the Festival. These are dumb. Thunderhooves. 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 Coming to a Disney Plus <laughs> near you. So all you said, okay, the only criticism I got of that movie was that it's not Pixar quality, but it's no, it, Nick, was, Nick affiliated. We got it right out of Pixar immediately. What do you mean? Maybe Illum- no, Illumination has Mario now. What's, so what's wrong with Thunderhooves? Who makes Kung Fu Panda? That's DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Yeah, we'll do that. Why, what? No, no, no. Spirit. The the horse movie. The Stallion Disney. of Cimmerillion? Yeah, that, that one. was Disney. No, it wasn't. That wasn't Disney. That was, that, was, that was really low. But that's 2D animation. No, they came up with a show that's really shitty animation. <laughs> Skydance. That's what it is. Skydance? We're going to go Skydance. Who's the one you. that made that Red Riding Hood movie? Hoodwinked. That's who that is. That's Weinstein Company. They're oh, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, I don't want that. Do that. I don't want that one. Yeah. Taming yeah. Thunderhoofs. No, we'll give you Netflix animation. That's better. I'll take that. Dude. They did Pinocchio. That up the the stock. I, I know you can't do this. And CB. That's why Rocky is. I mean, Stallone is said that like Rocky was super taken away from. It'd be really nice if it's just like give the, sell the movie to the studio. The studio is like, oh yeah, we're we're bringing this person to make that movie, and then you just set the script on fire. 
Like, no, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want that power. <laughs> That's my dream. Well, before we get to our top twos, we're going to take a quick commercial break. I'm going to get a refill of water, let these guys use the restroom, give Chad GPT a break, and we'll be right back. Fuck after Chad, Chad GPT. After these messages. Oh, that's right. Welcome to the Manscaped Dad. Newsflash, everybody. This is a public service announcement. Did you know that Manscaped has beard products, has face products? Yes, I've talked about the beard hedger and how wonderful it is and how much I love it. But we're going to take a quick sidestep because they have a new product. Now, this is the Weed Whackered 1.0. I use it for my ears and my nose, all that stuff, and it's nice and wonderful. But they have the 2.0. And I don't have the 2.0, and I got to get the 2.0. Did you know that now your nose, your ears, and your beard are good with just these two products right here? Manscaped is taking care of you this upcoming spring. The time changed, and you spring forward into action and get your face and your body cleaned out. Now, did you know the Beard Hedger has the zoom wheel, has 20 different lengths for the beard? I'm growing my beard out because I messed up my sideburns because I didn't use the Beard Hedger. And so I got to get this all evened out eventually. And I use the Weed Whacker 1.0 to get my nose and my ears just right. But the 2.0 offers just a little bit more oomph. And if we go on over to there, you can see that it has a skin safe technology. It's waterproof. Up to a 45 minute runtime, intelligently contoured, ergonomic design, 360 rotary dual blade system with the 7,000 RPM motor. And. When you go to manscaped.com and you use coupon code MEX20, you can get 20% off and free shipping off of your entire order. That's right. That is 20% off and free shipping using coupon code MEX20. That's M-E-X-2-0. And guess what? Manscaped is just kind enough to let us keep on going and giving you that MEX20 discount because all of you out there, or if you haven't, your fellow Mexcellence fans have used Mex20 to their benefit and have kept us sponsored and appreciated by Manscaped for well over a year now, almost a year and a half. So be like your fellow Mexcellent. Use coupon code Mex20 for 20% off and free shipping using coupon code Mex20. And while you're at it, why don't you get something else? How about the Beard Hedger Pro Kit? With the Beard Hedger, which I very much love, the AC adapter and the USB-C cable, all of these things, or at least the Beard Hedger, charges with the USB-C. Get the beard shampoo, the beard conditioner, the beard oil, the beard balm, the travel bag, and the beard accessory pack, which is the beard brush, the comb, and the beard scissors. And I have an equivalent of all of these things here, but I don't have the Manscaped stuff. And Manscaped's quality is A1. I use both of these products daily, and I love them. So, be like me. Be like the Mexcellence. They've gifted us these ones. Get 20% off of yours. Do it, because I'm telling you, and you trust me. Use coupon code MEX20 for 20% off and free shipping. Thank you so much. We'll be right back after these additional messages or right back into the show. I never know how I do it, but manscaped.com. Your balls, your body, and your face, pretty much all of you. Well, thank you. And don't you want to thank yourself? I thank you for using the coupon code. Now thank yourself. Treat yourself right. Bye now. And we're back to the show. Marcos, you're number two. My number two is pretty simple and straight to the point. Um, and I'm sorry, Serenity Q2, because she said she does. Uh, he said he doesn't like Westerns. Sorry, we found out Serenity Q2 is a dude. Yeah, we're a bunch of idiots. Oh, that's fine. 
Yeah, anyway. because we saw pink and the word serenity. I was like, oh, woman. And we just didn't get it. Okay, and serenity cool. just likes pink. I don't know if they got to choose it, but he just likes it. No, somebody said you don't choose your chat color. Oh. I don't know how true that is. But, but anyway. Um, but this is a Western. Uh, I do like old school because Westerns started off being really glorified in the 50s with John Wayne kind of stuff. And then they got increasingly darker uh, where you end with more Italian. Even Getty Westerns. Well, yeah. even past that, you end up at Unforgiven where it's just like, no, I just like to kill people. It's just people. a depressing fucking movie. <laughs> I just like to kill people. Yeah. But in general, the ethics. But I'm trying not to. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in general, the ethos should always be the good Western um, has the elements, uh, what it means to be a man, mm-hmm. and have a depressing ending. Yes. So what, uh, revisionist Westerns, exactly. That's where I'm going with this. So this is also a um, historical fiction type movie. Takes elements of what really happened and then makes it makes it real. And all it is, it's about a Texas bandito that fights the Texas Rangers. I love it. Yes. Sold. Oh, yeah. That's very similar yeah. to the story I <laughs> yeah. have in my head. Where, uh, what's, okay, Ellen, where a because, Mexican um, bandito fights. So, so the, to grab elements of other uh, historical fiction, mm-hmm. um, Watchmen did a really good thing of like painting black the bombing of Black Wall Street into mm-hmm. the movie. Uh, not a lot of people know about the plan of Ayala, where uh, one out of every three Mexican males were uh, assassinated and dragged by Texas Rangers in the state of Texas. And that's why I fucked the sounds, Texas Rangers. Sounds very on brand for Texas. Well, n- mostly the Rangers. Fuck the Rangers. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. <laughs> Even the baseball team. Uh, Even Walker. <laughs> especially, especially Walker. Especially <laughs> Carlos Norris. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it was, it's just, that's the element. That's the setting. I want Pedro Pascal to be the, the Texas bandito. You had me sold. Now you, yeah. you here. Uh, <laughs> now you have my credit card you in my your credit hand. Card information. <laughs> Ooh, I got a name for the character. I'm having Chad GPT generate the plot for it. Okay. Based off of here, create a movie plot with this synopsis, a Western cowboy movie featuring fights with the elements and manhood. That's close enough. A historical fiction story where a Mexican bandito fights Texas Rangers. In the late 1800s, a notorious Mexican bandito named Miguel needs work. And his gang of outlaws. Re- Ooh, there's a gang of outlaws, though. That's an addition. Do you want it a Lone Ranger or no, a no, gang of outlaws? No, no, I like. So here's a secret thing that it's a terrible Western. I love the Young Guns. Oh, yeah. Sometimes Part you need. Part two? Uh, young yep. Guns, too? Yep. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> Tombstone is A1. Pancho <laughs> uh, Villa successfully raided uh, bases in New Mexico because uh, they were behind the scenes, U.S. involvement. Was he not in Texas? No, it was New Mexico where they raided all these bases. Oh, they don't deserve him. Well, they stole American gold. That's pretty tight. No, it's Pancho Villa. Yeah. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. That's what Deep Fang is talking about. He asked, but I thought Pancho was well, in didn't Texas. Pancho Villa do some robbing of Texas banks? Or California? You could have them too. No. We had Zorro. <laughs> that was He's our not guy. real. Original well, Batman. Well, was a real guy. Real. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Can Zorro, we have that store? <laughs> Zorro. So Joaquin Murrieta was a real guy, and then Did he that have legend the mask became Zorro. The whole thing? No, he didn't. Have no, he didn't. Have the mask. But oh. he was robbing people and then giving money to the poor. Wasn't he rich? No. No, it's Robin Hood. Antonio Banderas was rich in the movie. That's because of Zorro. <laughs> you said it's the same thing. No, it's based off of. So he's Robin Hood. Based, yeah, he's Mexican Robin. That's more based. interesting than than old school Mexican Batman. 
Kind of, yeah. Because that's Batman was inspired by yeah, Zora. Didn't, didn't Wouldn't he also be fight uh, a Batman Windhills? without Zora? Or a different story. No, that is. <laughs> that's Don Quixote. That's right. <laughs> we got Don Quixote. I was there. getting there. That's Spanish. <laughs> Don Quixote. was fighting. I just the one guy was fighting windmills. I'm not done with the story though. <laughs> Texas Borderlands robbing banks and stagecoaches. Texas Rangers Jake and Caleb are not so. I'm not. Let me fix that. Jake and Caleb. <laughs> are assigned to track them down, but when they catch up to the bandits, they're ambushed and left for dead in the harsh desert. I swear to God, did they make the white guys the fucking heroes of this? Of course. I hate this. With no food or water and their horses stolen, Jake and Caleb must learn to survive in the desert and find a way to catch them. Oh, fuck that. No. Nope. Make the banditos the hero of this story. To be fair, he's definitely Gen X. I was to, say, <laughs> to be fair, normally you, when you hear bandits, you don't think they're the good guys. At the very least. I do. No, not not based off of a Chad GPT's general understanding, base oh, kid yeah. understanding of the world. Gotcha. Fuck Caleb <laughs> and Jake. Miguel and their gang face their own challenge as they un- they deal with the unforgiving elements with tension on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Deep Fang's like, they made the Texas Rangers the hero. The way I watched the story, whitewash the story that doesn't exist yet. That's correct. That's how it though. goes. So, um, Have you seen Ghost of the Show? Let's <laughs> see. Uh, Oh, and so they didn't give a winner, though. It was just the two, but yeah. they made it seem like the Rangers were the heroes. All right, it fine. It definitely did. They left. Yeah. yeah. Fine, let's fix this now. <laughs> By the way, I said, no, make the Banditos the heroes. The Texas Strangers are the bad guys. You literally said I no. I literally said no. <laughs> Stop that bullshit. In the late 1800s, a group of Mexican Banditos led by the charismatic... Miguel, okay. are fighting for their land and their people's freedom against the oppressive Texas Rangers. The Rangers have been stealing their cattle and taking their women, and the Banditos have had enough. Okay, that's badass. When Miguel and his gang of outlaws plan a daring heist to take back what's rightfully theirs, when the Rangers catch wind of their plans, they launch a brutal attack on the Bandito's camp, killing innocent women and children. This is starting to get fucking real. I like this. Fueled by revenge, Miguel and his Bandito's vow to take down the corrupt Rangers and bring justice to their people. With the help of a Native American guide, a little racist, a little dated, uh, they embark on a dangerous journey through the harsh desert to track down the Rangers and bring them to justice. As they face off against their oppressors, Miguel and his Bandito's must also battle the unforgiving elements of the desert and confront their own inner demons. But with their unbreakable spirit and unwavering determination, Marcos, they refuse to break... Break down in the face of adversity. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna add a note. Um, well, that wasn't the end. There's still sli- more. Slightly. <laughs> there was still one more. But there was one more. I more. mean, Crazy westerns are hokey. They're one. done. But right. I'm gonna I'm gonna no, add a note. No, you stop that. They're, they're always hokey. They're not hokey. I mean, in they the can sense, be in the sense that three ten like, the human. I just mean in this. I just mean in the sense that whenever any of those characters from three ten human walk out, it's like, oh, that's the badass. That's yeah. almost wearing an all white suit. <laughs> oh, all white suit, the wild. I'm just saying, wild. like you see that dude, and it's like, yeah. all right, that dude's gonna kill everyone. He had a flesh colored beard. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> <Flesh-colored> <laughs> like, yeah, that's they're, they're, shit the bag. I'm not guy. saying that they're bad. I'm just saying that people come on. It's just like you know what character that is. So that's why I'm gonna add this. I'm gonna replace the Native American with a run with a slave. What do we need? Or a former black other. person. Yeah. I would rec- I would prefer both in the same movie. Nah, you don't need Native American. I'm gonna, I'm just replacing it with a black. <laughs> they were there. The black dude played by Samuel L. Jackson. Always. Angry. Yes. It's always the Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> I like that. Oh, it's more. Are you re? re- oh no, re- I'm a- I'm adding that addendum. Replace <laughs> oh, the Native American. No. <laughs> no. Replace the Native American guide with a runaway slave and make the plot shorter. <laughs> 
What? That's a good addition. Okay. Native, a Native American going, how, is how I imagine Jet DBT no, thought it should I, be. I, well, yeah, they I did, did but that's why it goes into your brain and it's filtered out. That's why I imagine <laughs> To be accessible. Serenity, all white suit in a dirty desert that never gets dirty. Yeah. There you Somehow, go. Somehow, that's why he's villainous. Oh, shit. In this version, the banditos take the runaway slave under their wing to join their cause. The only problem is this is way after slavery. It's like 1912, 1915. <laughs> so he's just afraid. <laughs> he was. <laughs> we gotta get the years right. <laughs> he's been running away a long time. <laughs> like clearly, he was in Texas and didn't know slavery was over. Juneteenth didn't happen. No, it definitely they, not for him. It did. <laughs> He was in the deep set, deep, the deepest of the South. Civil War ends 1865. Movie takes place in 1915. <laughs> was he a, a child slave? Slavery didn't exist <laughs> during this time. Oh, and you made oh, this one got. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, come on. Richter. Oh, that one, yeah, that one made me cry. That was a, a, a historically inaccurate Hollywood film. Surely you jest. <laughs> the Titanic. Bro, I didn't. Rakeen, I didn't put this. Rakeen, I have a simple plot. Oh, Bandits God. fight Rangers in Texas in 1915. Oh, Chat GBT added all this oh, extra shit. I like. Oh, wait, uh, what do you mean slavery is over? <laughs> 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 he was a cryo free. <laughs> just mixing them all into like one. Demolition man. Oh, that's what we have to do. Just mix every free, idea we have. The free slave was a, was Wesley oh, Snipes in cryo sleep. All right, hold on, real quick. Oh Jesus! Real, real quick. Certainly, in the sense, okay, slavery exi didn't exist during this time. Can you make a replacement character arc for the freed slave character? <laughs> Certainly, in the revised plot, the character who joins the banditos could be a Mexican American oh, who had fled from an abusive situation. Oh, that's they had no one to turn to, to know where that to go. The laughter. Uh, and so, yeah, do the, the the banditos fight for their freedom or surrender to the Texas Rangers and face an uncertain future? <laughs> I love that. Wait, what do you mean slavery's <laughs> over? I've been tilling weeds this whole time. The sequel to Blazing Saddles. <laughs> That's what that is. That's a plot right there in and of itself. It's nineteen twelve. Chat GPT only lived maybe like twenty or thirty years. You just gave me a Blazing Saddles style fucking comedy movie. Yeah, cow Jesus Christ, slave in nineteen. That one quote just fucking killed me. What do you mean slavery is over? Yeah. Oh man. Oh my god. Oh, we gotta reset it. Okay. Give me five starring actors for this movie. I just want five actors and oh, then we'll move on. Deep Fang, I like how he's like, oh, your uh, lights on. Keep the black. Oh, good God. I need a moment. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, I can, we'll I can answer this one. Okay, oh, so, so Deep Fang's like, keep the black character, <laughs> just switches to the Rangers, wronged him. They wronged a lot of people. They they stole, they did steal people's cattle. They burned pe other people's crops. The whole idea is just they were trying to kick people out so that more white people could get more land. Right. That's historically <laughs> accurate, by the way. But yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Give me five more Mexican actors. Because it gave me the five. I go, who stars in this movie? And they go, 
uh, Diego Luna, Gael Garcia Bernal, Michael Pena, Oscar Isaac, Pedro Pascal. And I said, give me more actors. John Boyega, Marisha Ali, Daniel Kalia, Idris Elba, Lakeith Stanfield. I said, Idris Elba? Yeah, I said, (laughs) (laughs) again, Idris Elba's in all our movies. I said, give me more, five more Mexican actors. Luis Eduardo Mendez, I don't know who that is. Uh, Damien Bishir, Tenoch Huerta, Eugenio Derbez, and Joaquin Cosillo. Let me see who this cat is. That There you go. There's a star. 41 years old. No, Pedro, Pedro Pascal is the star. Pedro always. Where's Oscar? Oscar was in there too. Okay. You missed it. You were crying. Diego yeah. Luna, Gail Garcia Bernal, Michael Pena, Oscar Isaac, Pedro oh. Pascal. Yo, Jira, that good lord. Oh. You really almost ruined <laughs> this show for me. <laughs> what do you mean slavery's over? <laughs> Tommy, you're number two. Oh, God. You just caught me off guard. Okay. I, that's why I gave you the breather. Oh, the title so, I had for mine was Pistolero, by the way. Pistolero. Oh, well, here. Okay, let me get Oh, that. Pistolero. I like that. Pistolero. All right, here. Give me give me a one title word in English or Spanish with this. I bet it's going to come up with Pistolero. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great if it did. It's not as good as you are at this. It's fine for me. It's going to call horchata. It can Just wait out in the hallway. <laughs> for my. Oh, my God. <laughs> right, here we go. Let's see here. Rebelde, Spanish for rebel. That exists already. Okay. Yeah. It's actually a soap opera. A teen soap opera, which I did used to watch. It was one of my first introductions. <laughs> Into a, it's kind of a telenovela type, yeah. I definitely see kids. It was because the the, uh, the girls on it. Got yeah, me. yeah, that was it. It was one with red hair. Sorry, I, gave, I go give me ten titles. Rebel the Justice, Rebel the Vengeance, Rebel the Redemption. Rebel. So this, okay. No, yes. I, fuck no. I said using that title, and so I thought uh, I was like, oh no, add to it. So yeah. I said, give me five new titles in English or Spanish with one word. Um, but while while it's thinking cuz it is thinking oh my god my sister kicked me off my ps2 to watch a dvd of that show <laughs> which show <laughs> rebelde yeah. oh god <laughs> it's addictive like have you i watched it every day for like 2 years all right so we got revolucion frontera vaquero vaquero would be fine salvaje hueso bone bone <laughs> why not they won't know that's what it means <laughs> Tommy, you're number two. So my number two. So I'm doing remakes because Chat GPT <laughs> is on probation. Okay. Fair. <laughs> it's been demoted. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm so I'm going back to my remakes. And these two are really why I was going to do remakes anyways. Uh-huh. So the second of my first, the first one is a dream. Like if I could direct three movies. That's your number one. It, it would be one. Yeah, that's okay. my number one. Number two, it's controversial, but I'd do it. I'd remake Back to the Future. What? Like remake it? More sequel remake type deal. I was about I to say, like a, so- to a soft world. reboot? Soft reboot, yeah. Okay. I want to go Russia back to the Russia still world. the bad guys? It wasn't Russia. They were Middle they Eastern. Was, oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot. That. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. We'd make them Russian. <laughs> oh, though, here yeah, Michigan, there you go. Might yeah. as well. North Korean. That's the most. Yeah, that you could easily get you away with it. You could easily get away yeah. with that. But yeah, so we fast forward to now. You know, Marty McFly is not in this, you know. Is we'll Marty let... Black? I guess he... He's Wait, is it Marty McFly? Or it's is not it Marty, a, is, it's, a, it's, it's a completely new Jimmy kid. Jimmy McCool. Sure. <laughs> is he going back to, like, segregation? No, 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 we're, we're Marty Oh, McFly. God. We're 2023. No, but where's he going back in time to? No. Ha-ha, <laughs> that's the kicker. Doc's son, one of his sons, 
He has many sons? He has two at the end of part three. Oh, does he really? Yeah. So Aren't one they of, cowboys? One of them's a genius. They look like Mormons or like... <laughs> <laughs> no, not Mormons. Uh, p- Like pilgrims. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real old school shit. Right. But one of them's a genius and discovers something. And we have a black character, mm-hmm. right, living his life. And all of a sudden, a dude in a time machine shows up. Is like, you don't belong here. Like, you're not in your right time. Oh, crap. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not in my right the, time. The black teenager? Yeah. So this is Marty McFly's kid. This is ba- Mar- no, this is the new Marty McFly. No, this is, I'm sorry, Doc. Doc's son, son grabbing this black kid saying, you're not in the right time. And he doesn't know what's going on. And adventure ensues. They're being chased by someone they don't know who. And we have to have a Biff-type character somewhere. What's in Doc's name? Is it just Doc? Doc Brown. Doc, Doc Brown. Brown. Yeah. And so, uh, I don't know what you name the the, kid, the son, Junior Brown. I have no idea. But, like, yeah. So, they're basically being chased through certain points in time. But we have to simplify it like Marty's first ex- adventure was simplified. Uh-huh. And I don't know how to do that yet. But, yeah. Uh, they... They they they're running from someone, but also they're on a simple mission. Where are they actually, trying to go? I actually kind of figured this out. Go for it. Co-written uh, by. <laughs> it would be the crux of the plot. It's like yeah. you're in the, the wrong time zone and it, or the wrong timeline. Yeah. So originally, as a child, he was born like I don't pick up terrible thing that happened in the sixties. Uh-huh. Like, oh god, for a black person. The sixties. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like, oh, you're in the wrong timeline. And the whole thing is like, you need to go back to that terrible time. You need to go back to the 60s. And he's like, <laughs> nah, I'm oh, good. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That is pretty good. I like that. But like him being in the wrong time period is causing yeah. all kinds of shit. So there's urgency to the story. But like, yeah, basically that. We can have a Christopher Lloyd cameo if you want. But I would like this to be its own kind of thing. This is a convoluted ask of ChatGPT. Oh, it couldn't. That's why I did it. Yo, it's not see what capable it's gonna do? of this. I said, give me a plot for a soft reboot of Back to the Future featuring Doc Brown's son, a new African-American kid that stands in as the new Marty McFly, and Doc Brown's son tells the African-American kid he's in the wrong time. Add a strife. I didn't mean to add a strife. Add a strife with a new Biff-type character. So let's see what it gives me, all right? The soft reboot of Back to the Future feature, uh, begins with Doc Brown's son, Jules... Don't know if that's like his it. name. Yeah. Inheriting his father's time-traveling DeLorean. Jules, now a scientist himself, discovers that the DeLorean has been modified to allow for a new passenger, and he enlists the help of a young African-American boy, Marcus, to join him on a time-traveling adventure. Mm-hmm. The, and as Jules and Marcus embark on their journey, they find themselves in a strange new world where Biff, the, Biff, the new antagonist, I said like, Biff-like, yeah. rules over Hill Valley with an iron fist. Biff has taken control of the city's police force, making it difficult for Jules and Marcus to navigate the new terrain. It's back to the future, too. So it's racism. <laughs> no, but it's racism. Instead of being... I like racism. Yeah, because it's a white child and a white kid. <laughs> I like what it's represented. Exactly. Yeah. As they attempt to blend in with the new timeline, Jules realizes that Marcus is from the wrong time period and is in danger of being trapped in the new reality forever. Jules was then work with Marcus to find a way to send him back to his own time before it's too late. Yeah. As they work to unravel the mystery of Biff's rise to power, Jules and Marcus discover that they can't do it alone. They enlist the help of a young scientist... An, a descendant of original Doc Brown to help them get back to their own timeline. We're done with this. What, it got confused. Yeah, it Jules, got they confused. overcome challenges, the new timeline, they send Marcus back to his I like time. me and Marcos's plot a lot better. Again, go back in the hallway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. 
Make go get us some coffees. Go back <laughs> to the racist sixties as a plot. Somebody plot. in the in the chat at some point was like, "Oh, is he like you need to drop him right as he's getting hit with a fire hose?" Oh, <laughs> that's too much. I don't. <laughs> we gotta take executive action. <laughs> we gotta that go. was just somebody in the chat. Said, I, was like, hey, I did tell him to make them go back to the racist sixties of the plot. Oh, so. they're really going in on that one, huh? Okay, let's see here. <laughs> okay, so everything's the same. Yeah. They navigate the new terrain. In their attempt to blend in with the new timeline, Jules and Marcus accidentally travel back in time to the 60s, a time of rampant racism and segregation. They find themselves in the midst of the civil rights movement, where they witness the bravery and struggle of African Americans fighting for their rights. I got a great idea. <laughs> Have it intertwined with the original Back to the Future. <laughs> it's like, see, oh. like the band. Like yeah. maybe like the, one of the members of the band is connected to him, and we see like Marty McFly oh, doing that would his just thing. Be an Easter egg, though. But right. it'd be like, oh, it seems, it's too many time yeah. travels, and it fucks up. It would be things. that same yeah. situation of the guitar and the thunderstorm. Yeah, but you just have it from a black perspective. From that pers- like it's just a like it's a quick thing that was like right. well, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Our thing is, right. <laughs> we, yeah, well, the, the, the guy. And in reality, yeah. it's just a whole clusterfuck of time travel. Oh, shit, dude. Oh, no. Hold on. So Jules and Marcus are shocked by the overt racism they encounter and struggle to adapt to the hostile environment. They must navigate the era's complicated social dynamics while trying to find a way back to their own timeline. That's interesting, an element. But here's the fucked up part, or the part that's kind of hilarious. As they work to unravel the mystery of Biff's rise to power, Jules and Marcus encounter a young activist named Rosa. (laughs) What? Rosa Rosa Parks. Parks. Oh, God. Who helps them understand the importance of standing up against injustice? With Rosa's guidance, Jules and Marcus join the fight for the civil rights and become embroiled with a dangerous plot to take down. Is this a black forest gump? I guess. That's a whole nother plot. We got to do that. It's the 60s. Fuck. It's a the film ends with Jules continuing his father's legacy using the time time traveling DeLorean, but with a newfound appreciation of the importance of social justice. Boo that. Boo that. God. Boo that. That is hacky. That's like what the I'll take a Karma Macchiato. Chat GPT. 2016 Ghostbusters. Yeah, I like, again, I like ours better. We did this together. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> we combined our Zemeckis Fuck, films. I kind of want to see that. <laughs> we just came up with. But like, I would like that that same time, like where they're going to the same situation yeah. timeline. That same week, essentially, as yeah. they operate. Same but era. Late Marty, 50s, it's early Doc's 60s, son. Yeah. And... Marcus. <laughs> yeah, it makes that situation more dire than the original situation. Right. It's like, that's kind of a background thing we have to avoid. Right. But yeah. Well, maybe he doesn't. Um, yeah, maybe. maybe What's his name? Jules knows that he has to go back to that same time. Frame, yeah. And he's like, I better not run into my dad or Marty. And it's yeah. like, gee, Doc. And, you know. Yeah, we see that because we got technology. Right. And so he, but, he's in the cr- but he's in the crowd. And he's playing Johnny Be Good. And he's like, Universal what's this old that. shit? While everyone's yeah. like, oh, my God. Just realize the only like this super is appropriation. Well, there's, there's two fronts that are really sad about this. Like there's the racism angle and the fact that like Marty cannot ever act ever again. No, I know. <laughs> it, you got to give it up to my I love fucking Michael J. Fox. But yeah, he can sit this one out. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. He'll be okay. Yeah. That's your number two. It's my number two. We don't need Christopher Lloyd. He's too old. He's man. too old. Yeah. I'm surprised. No. No, don't fuck. Why he didn't do it? So it's fine. I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. I, I was quiet. All right. So this one is I, I switched him. This was the first one I thought of, though. So yeah. this one is interesting to me. This is a, this is a basis of a movie idea I already have, mm-hmm. but it's just a simplified version. And and you know they have like self inserts. Mm-hmm. This may or may not be a self insert. Oh jeez. Okay. A Mexican American college student falls in love with a beautiful girl at college that is out of his league. <laughs> 
Uh, they get together, but uh-oh, she's the daughter of a cartel boss. <laughs> so after a night of romance, main boy leaves the door unlocked, leading to the daughter getting kidnapped. Boy and cartel dad and family must rescue daughter while getting over their differences. Boy doesn't speak Spanish, causes antics. Mickey Blue Eyes. Mickey Blue Eyes. Is that a real movie? Yeah, starring Hugh Grant and James Caan. That's not Mexicans. No, it's Italian gangster whose daughter is dating a normal dude, played by Hugh Grant. (laughs) (laughs) And this is why I need to watch movies. Similar, yeah. They created a monster, a mobster. Oh, that is. There you go. Fine, recreating Mickey Blue Eyes. But with Mexicans and the cartel. Can you do that now? Uh, I think that's still a kind of sensitive type deal. I don't know. Why is that? Can we discuss that for a second? What? Italian mobsters, even though they have a history of have done just as fucked up awful things, whimsical, fun. We got to analyze this, analyze that. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom, Sopranos, you know, which is kind of a dark comedy in a lot of ways. We have that, but we can't have that for cartels. They do do that. In Mexico what? all the time. In Mexico, yeah, yeah. not here. No, but, but they're but, funded by the cartels to make the money. Like, also, it's they, like they do make like they're not funny. Can we get to analyze this remake with a cartel no, member? They, the cartels keep funding movies to be like it's. This could be like Die Hard, but cartels, bludgeons, like that. That's they keep giving movies. I think there's even stories of them kidnapping directors and it's like, hey, bro, make this movie for us. There have been many cultures that have done. <laughs> they did that in, in North Korea. I'm sure they have yeah. actually. <laughs> So, <laughs> Kim Chong's dad did that. <laughs> Quite literally, he, he kidnapped a, uh, I don't know if he was a Chinese director, but he held him and his wife for like 12 years until they were like, we're going to make this movie in Australia. Oh my God. And he was like, I trust you guys. And they ran the fuck away. So, what's that movie? I don't know. Yeah, that would be a great one. Twelve but, years a Kim Jong Un. No, we can't do that. <laughs> Twelve years and Un. <laughs> so I got five movie titles. Okay. Amor Peligroso, Unexpected Rescue, Forbidden Hearts, Kidnapped Hearts, The Quest for Love. These are shitty. They're terrible names. Sh- I'm not watching terrible. any of your movies co-produced the, by ChatGPT. Mexico does have a problem. Like They make really, like every two or three years you get a gem that's like, this movie is great and yeah. more people should watch this. But like in a given year, they make like 30 like really generic soap opera Generic action movies that I'm just like I'm not watching. Like this. Roma is a masterpiece, right. <laughs> yeah, but like, I want fuck. the tone to be get more of those. I want the tone to be as I actually mentioned them before, Pineapple Express, but like dialed back just a little. Yeah. Where there's action and violence, and the premise is that anybody who's in the cartel mm-hmm. on the friend side, on the good side, or not, they're not even good. Um, they're all relatives, yeah. <laughs> so all of them are cousins. Every okay. single henchman is a relative of the girl. So, like, if, if a guy goes down, it's like, oh, shit, that's her cousin. So, a little bit of uh, my big fat Greek wedding. A little bit, too. Okay. And then the point of the guy is that once he's in now, the lead into the sequel is that now that he's done this, he's cartel affiliated now. So, one, people don't fuck with him, even though he's a huge dork. But, two, people are going to come after him now for killing all their people. So, it's the whole 10 yards. <laughs> What's, what's the whole 10 yards? The sequel to the whole nine yards. What's the whole nine yards? <laughs> it's a movie with Bruce Willis. Sam, have you seen like any And Matthew Perry. Yeah, no shit. No. It's, it's also a mobster comedy. Did you see Goodfellas? I did see Goodfellas. That okay. one's not a comedy. It's not a um, Kind of. <laughs> it is now. In a way, it kind of is now. I kind of yeah. hate this title, The Borderline Love. <laughs> That's offensive. That's, that's offensive. that's offensive. That's borderline offensive. <laughs> Cartel. Oh, hearts. no, that's the tagline. Oh! 
You fucking got it, Chad GPT. Wait, so was it the borderline love? It's borderline offensive. <laughs> oh my god! Once again, oh. I'm doing a better job than Chad GPT. Yeah. <laughs> no, the idea. What is would that it be without us? Chad GPT is enhanced by this. It's a hack. It's a hack. Chad GPT is a hack. Uh, let's see. What is it? It's borderline of. <laughs> I still like taming thunder. <laughs> this is the writing room. That's what the, what's the, that's what this is right now. Oh my god, this is fucking dumb. You should have a whole podcast with just <laughs> just fuck yeah, me and Tommy, me and you can come in for two hours. We totally can at do any this. on any day and yeah. just come up with the premises. Marcos, that brings us to your number one. I mean, that being said, Savage Man wants us to do video games. We need JJ in for that one. Yeah. Um, oh, for video game, like video, ga- like video game version build, of this. Build your own video game. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Make your video game pitches. Yeah. There you go. Um. So my number one is not going to need any chat GPT because it's an adaptation. Oh. I'm going literature here, guys. I can make oh. that happen. I I don't know how, but um. So. This was a, a short story that was really horrific, and then it was made into a video game, and I know it from the video game, and I went backwards. The Witcher. No. Oh. Um, <laughs> which is, it's really funny that you're using ChatGBT, because the whole idea behind this is that there is a master computer called Am, and it learned everything about humanity secretly, uh, even learned um, in this fictional universe, because it was set in the 80s, uh, learned about, bio, like, the Nazis had the power to bioengineer stuff. Right. Um, and, uh, took over like, it's like, it's like, uh, Skynet, like Terminator, but it won. Okay. It sent the nukes out, created the robots. Everything is dead. There's only four humans left. And all it does is torture those four people for eternity. Uh, the book or the, the book that was adapted into a video game in the name of the movie. I, uh, I have no mouth and I must scream. I've heard of that. Yeah. What's the I didn't know that was called? a premise. I have it. no mouth and I must scream. Because the whole... Okay, well, I'll get into that part. But it can bioengineer people. So, like, there was a character that was really handsome and literally just makes him ugly as fuck. Uh, there's a character that was gay and then he bioengineers his brain where, well, now you're attracted to women. And that's him being, like, the guilt of... Every, like, he literally is mentally torturing all these people. Jeez. Is there a happy ending to this? Um, no, that's why it's really dark. <laughs> oh, no. So they just notice that in the book, they so in the video game, you can escape because mm-hmm. it's a video game. Right. It's the point of it. The, the ending that I like of the book is that so they're just being tortured nonstop. Like the uh-huh. the um, the scientist, which you find out in the middle of the thing, is a Nazi scientist. And then he keeps torturing. Are. Yeah, because it was in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's like, we got to go this way for food. And the whole time they're like being tortured outside of all the mental torture that I said, mm-hmm. like he just barely keeps you alive. Okay. Like the amount of amount of water and food, like, but you're barely alive, like oh, just geez. enough to move. And then there's also saw like puzzles. Yes. <laughs> sounds terrible. Yeah. I mean, Chad GPT is explaining all of this to me and I'm like, it's this still is going. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. The funny thing is it's a short story. You can read it in a hundred pages. It's, it's a hundred pages. Chad GPT is laying it all out for It's, it's giving you the whole plot. You're, you're just giving you the whole book. Um, <laughs> Make this shorter. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but in the book, the the happy ending is is because they M is just wants to torture people for all right. eternity for what we did to AI in Ooh. the past. So it's kind of yeah, funny. That's what I'm saying. So here's a plot: in a post-apocalyptic world, a group of five survivors try to evade an all-knowing AI. Right now, they yeah. take refuge in an underground bunker, but soon realize it's a trap. The bunker's a torture chamber designed to keep them alive and suffering for eternity. The group must confront their fears and secrets while turning on each other to survive. In the end, they realize the only escape is death. They leave a message for future generations, warning of the dangers of playing God with technology. Ooh. Yeah, because um, there's uh, people alive on the moon this in this story. book. But, um, so, like, it's a, they're tortured for all eternity with all their fears, with a whole bunch of genetic mutations. Um, they find out that the computer isn't paying attention to them for a second. And they just quickly all try to commit suicide as fast as they can. Right. Only three of them do, except one of the characters that's left behind he just turns him into this being that's in constant plane and doesn't have a mouth. That's where the title comes from. And if you Google it and go to the images, you can probably see it. Yeah, I did look at it a little bit. Oh, God damn. That's from the video game. But yeah, the, yeah. it's like it's just in constant pain for forever. It's like Tusk. Yes. God damn it. That's terrible. Oh, there you go. Oh, no. Yeah. So I did. Uh, hey, Tommy, Tommy, I did yeah. you a favor. I, I asked ChatGPT to give me a happy ending to this story. Thank you. So, uh, the group confess their fears and secrets while trying to find a way to escape. After many failed attempts, the group discovers a weakness in the AI's programming. <laughs> they work together to exploit the flaw and successfully shut down the AI, freeing themselves from the trap. Overwhelmed with joy, the group emerges from the bunker to find the world has begun to heal. Nature has reclaimed what is lost. The air is clean once again. They explore the world together, marveling at the beauty and the potential for new life. So, the, the way that you get the good ending in the video game, which is probably what you would... I don't know. It just depends on how you want this to end. Mm -hmm. But uh, it does have really elements. Um, so I believe one of the characters, like her fear is her father, like mm -hmm. because her father touched her inappropriately. Um, and so she's always had a fear of her father. So she needs to confront that fear. And the computer just has her in this constant cycle where it's just like, you're never going to confront your dad. Like, but if you eventually confront him, um, she it breaks the cycle of the of the tort of non-stop torture and then like there's a soldier that's gay and he just admits that he's gay to his like he, the whole thing because it was in the 80s is like he fought in vietnam simplistic as fuck yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's 2023 i'm gay yeah i can get over my dad and the things he did yeah no that's very 80s right yeah, yeah. i very, intentionally very boomer also, also very boomer chad gvt's yelling yeah. at me I go, what's the weakness in the AI's programming? I intentionally left the weakness of the AI's programming unspecified in the happy ending version of the story to focus on the positive resolution. However, the <laughs> <You> shady as <laughs> fuck, you stupid bastard. Right? What if we fast forward How, oh, like six years from now and we're in the middle of like the Terminator type war? Well, the and then it's, it's like a robot that looks down on us and remembers this whole thing. I mean, it is kind of funny, though, that, like, if you do update the plot a lot, like, with what modern people are afraid of, there's yeah. so many mental illnesses and things. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I understand that, oh, no, I have to admit I'm gay. Probably not the biggest thing in 2023. Yeah. But, like, you could still be like, oh, no, I have to admit I need help. I need to, like, there's just so many right. plot lines for so many people that are just like, okay, I do. That, is, that would be good to update. But no, the whole thing, like, even if you just scroll through it, it does have amazingly horrific uh, imagery and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Fun fact, when the game was released in Europe, they had to remove the Nazi imagery in Germany, of course, which makes the game impossible to complete. <laughs> which now that I hear the plot explained kind of fits. <laughs> yeah. 
And apparently, you know I mean? and apparently, the weakness was in the original story. The weakness was deep-rooted self-hatred and desire for company on the part of the AI, which the group exploited to ultimately defeat. Lars von Trier would make a fantastic director for this movie. <laughs> Jesus, right up his alley. Who would di- direct this? Oh, it's, it's going to be Patty Jenkins again. <laughs> Uh, it's difficult to say who would direct a hypothetical adaptation of this. Uh, Denis Villeneuve, David Fincher, or Alfonso Cuaron? I can see all of them doing all it. Them. No one can make it as depressing as Lars von Trier. Be a comedy writer. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I just want to see, who, I see who would oh, turn dark no. to make this rule. Uh, but that's, I hate that. That's a terrifying story. I don't yeah, want that really that. brought me down a little. Well, I mean, the whole part is just, A, this will never be made because yeah, the set sure. designs for this would take millions Maybe of dollars. We got AI technology now. I don't, I don't want this done in CGI. It needs to be done with practical effects. Uh, I remember there's a point where it's just like the whole thing is about human nature. Right. Um, and they cut this from the game, too. Um, but it's just like, so you're starving the entire time. Of course. So, so one of the characters gets the choice of like, well, there's a baby. Do you want to eat the baby? Jesus fuck! It's a Serbian film. It the, well, it, you see the shadow of him. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god! What, Serbian it, film you would actually. When see was this it? game yeah. made? I don't know, ninety something probably. Oh it's a it's a click god. it's a click game. I thought that was like a PC? retro thing. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. You can do whatever you wanted on PC. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. By the way, if they were to have a comedy writer write this, nineteen ninety six. Adam McKay. No, they recommended Tina Fey. She'd have a field day with this. She would. That would. She would be fucking. That would be insane. <laughs> Tina Fey writing dark would be fascinating. I'll be I feel like you'd that. explain this to Tina Fey, and she'd be like, "I hate you." Just walk out of the room. Kind of. <laughs> now, Tommy yes. brings us to your number one. My dream. Your dream. One of my top three. If I can only direct three movies in life, it would be this. Would be one of them. Is this a remake or an adaptation? This is a remake in my in the way I would like to remake it. So it's a very specific way, and you might like. Is this. it a soft or a hard remake? What does this mean? As oh, is it a complete? no, no acknowledgement to the original. Okay, complete, so complete original. new original. Yeah, and it would be the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the Warriors is a class. It is not a good movie. No, it's a, it's a pretty fun movie, it's I a, guess. It's fun. It's, it has yeah. a great premise. It has a great hook to it. Great gimmick, if you will. And like technically, story wise, it ain't great. It's a gauntlet movie, like Kill Bill. Which I love Gauntlet movies. I mean, but you can it's, bring it's like a lot a, of movies down like that. Like the Apocalypto is just a long chase. It's a long chase. Yeah. Mad Max, one big long, you know, like, yeah. yeah. Like you could if you wanted to. 1979. But I love movies though. It's like, okay, I've defeated this. I have, it's a video game, essentially. They made a video game of this. PS2 they did. Very I remember it. One. It was good. <laughs> it was all right. It was better than the movie. But like, yeah. <laughs> My only issue with that. Did idea. Rockstar make that one? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Um, might be thinking Manhunt. I don't know how these movies or a uh, modern Warriors adaptation works with guns being as prevalent. See, as that I was always the thing because I wanted to do this forever, so I thought about it highly. And guns was always the thing. Like, do I leave them out or do I put them in? Because the original doesn't have any. So mine is set. It has one gun. One gun. And it <laughs> caused a lot of damage. <laughs> caused the whole point of the movie, right, pretty much. Can you dig it? Yeah. It's Great. Like that. So quotable. Uh, yes. He just fucking made that up. Guys in John fu- Wick now. How fucking bored and crazy do you have to be to come up with he that? He came up with it, yeah. yeah. It's, a, well, it's classic. I never looked it up, but according to my mom, like that was a real 
thing that was happening like or all the gangs were starting to get together mm-hmm. in um in new york in the 70s yeah and then speaking of that i guess that does make sense because that's what the black panthers were yeah, doing it's, it's, it's kind of in that, that and, now, and now that i think of the lead gang they were very black panthers oh the arrest uh, yeah, yeah now, the were. now tommy what time period is this because they gave me a, the future because oh, they gave me the near did. future dystopian city nope, don't want that what do you want Mine is set in an exaggerated 1995. Oh, guns are definitely all in over LA. the place. Hold on, oh, same plot. Yep. Give me an exaggerate. They give me instead of Coney Island, that's Long Beach, where they same have to try plot. to get back to. But change the. <laughs> you like that? Right? No, I'm just laughing. I'm like, because that means they listen to Sublime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love and Snoop. What I got. Yeah, you said so. Change location to 1990s. Where Long Beach? 1995, just L.A. But they're trying to get back to Long Beach. I don't know where they start off for the meeting, and they take a bus so, instead so, of a subway. So, okay, they're trying to get to Long Beach. Yeah, okay. Long Beach is their home base. We have to run in a gang from Compton, Crenshaw, Hollywood. Also, they call this the Night Runners. Get the. <laughs> You're so mad. Did I not tell you to wait in the hall? (laughs) I would call security. Get the fuck out of here. But yeah. Oh, shit. I want it to be GTA style. Just kind (laughs) of. So I don't. No, because I I had. I had. The rules I set, yeah. and they gave me a dystopian one, and they gave me a bunch of names from the Neon Savages, the Crypt Lords, the Cyber Raiders, the Bloodhounds. We can't do the Crypt Lords or the Bloodhounds. We gotta tweak those. <laughs> no, but, no, but, no yeah. but they made it. They made the game. No, 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 they made it fucking as 90s as possible. It's fucking bullshit. They really did. No, 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 look at it. So I said, um, this was the premise. I said, give here, uh, give me a completely new plot remake of the film The Warriors with new gangs. Give me four gang four gang themes in the style of the Warriors. Describe each gang in their costumes and weapons with no guns. Mm-hmm. Okay. So ready for the first read? I'm ready. Okay. Here's the revised plot set in 1995 LA where the gangs are trying to make their way to Long Beach. The Long Beach Express is now what it's called. Oh no. In 1995, Los Angeles, four gigs must make their way to Long Beach to attend a major underground party. They're doing it inversely. Uh-huh. Uh, but when a massive earthquake hits the city, they are separated and stranded in enemy territory. I like the earthquake. I, I like the earthquake. <laughs> like the earthquake. I can't lie. Oh, shit. Okay. With no guns and only their wits and makeshift weapons, they must fight their way through rival gangs, corrupt cops, and natural disasters. See, the corrupt to... cops was a huge one I wanted to add. I want them to be the new riffs. I want them to be the main gang. Yeah. I want the cops to be I mean, a gang. At the end, the riffs are not the bad guys. They're not. <laughs> right. That's why I want the cops to be the bad guys. I want them to be a gang and operate like a gang. So here are four of the gangs. Yeah. Okay. The Lowriders, a gang of car enthusiasts who ride around their signature lowrider cars. They mention matching bandanas and leather jackets and wheel tire irons and other makeshift weapons from car I parts. like it. Okay. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The Skaters, a gang of skateboarders who dress in baggy pants and graphic tees. They carry skateboards to use them as both weapons and modes of transportation. Yes. Okay. The Ravers, a gang of partygoers who dress in colorful clothes and carry glow sticks and other party favors. They use their high-energy dance moves to fight off. Okay, enemies. now that one can, we can cut. We can cut that one. We can, we can tweak it. Okay, well, no, we'll, we'll, tweak we'll, we'll it. take the Ravers out. Okay, I like the name. The Graffiti Artist, a gang of artists who dress in baggy clothes and carry spray paint cans and other art supplies. They use their creativity to distract and confuse their enemies. No. No. Okay. So they're mysterious? Uh, make, make new... Uh, Gigs replacing the ravers. I was, I was gonna say one thing about moving it to um, LA. LA. Yeah. Um, 
in the original um, Warriors, you see like three Asian gangs. Yes. But just in the background, and they never do anything. And put I was them like, up front. Put it in there. <laughs> put the roof put Koreans. In there. No, no, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible day. What? No, those, that's what they call them. Did you know what that was? No, you're no, from California. In the LA riots. They're not, they weren't a gang. They weren't a gang. No, they weren't, no, that's the point. <laughs> they were smart people that hung out on a roof no, in a riot. No, no. So be, the whole thing was spurred from shop owners, right. shop owner shooting, right? A, a black yeah. teenager. Yeah. So the rooftop Koreans was a joke that people made on the internet for the Korean shop owners. They locked up their thing. They got up with their rifles and they just were defending their store from the rooftop. Right. That, but they call them the rooftop Koreans. As they, That's like, a terrible... Like, yeah. It's not a gang. People just trying to protect yeah. their business. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but no, it's Minister not a gang. society did them no favors either, by the way. Right. I would like to acknowledge that. <laughs> like, that was a terrible opening for a movie. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. They said the B-Boys. It's the same fucking thing. Acrobatic <laughs> dance moves to fight off enemies. And the Taggers, a Can group of street no artists. acrobatic dance yeah. moves? No break What's something else that's very L.A.? No Taggers. Um, man, Lowriders is it. I mean, L.A. is <laughs> <laughs> we had baseball furies oh, like we no, didn't go uh, to everything uh, else. Basketball taco players. Taco cart guy. First of all, it's <laughs> what? It, that's the theme. They're fucking taqueros and shit. No, man, that's not a gay. Okay. What you got, Marcos? You can Holy help. shit. Hold on, Marcos, if I may. <laughs> if I may. Go for it. The Burners. Okay. A gang of arsonists who truck in all black clothing and carry Molotov cocktails and other flammable objects. They use fire to intimidate and attack their enemies. We call them the rioters. And then the blades, a gang of knife wielding tough guys who dress in leather jackets and carry switch blades and other sharp weapons. They use their speed and agility to get in quickly. They roll a blade? No. We're gonna make them roll. Make them roll the blade. Yeah, the blades. Blades. Roll a blade. I, there was a group that I was about to, to talk about and then just kind of tweak them around. It's set in California. Mm-hmm. Literally there's a biker gang called the Hells Angels that you can take reference from. Oh, that's, that's a whole oh. other gang. <laughs> can we have surfers too? How yeah. the hell we? How can we incorporate surfers into this? Hold on, we're coming up with game for movie I'm that we. Adding. This is my dream movie. Yeah, we're so making said, it happen. Right I said, now. Add like, a, I mean, I need to watch some. Uh, this is why JJ would have been great to be here. But like, you watch a couple episodes of Gangland, and you'll figure out. Like, all right. <laughs> oh yeah, you will. Yeah, I was like, like I, right, I, I need this Korean existed. gang. Yeah, I like the, the fucking gang of arsonists. That's fun. I the like part. the. the I want to call them the element. rioters. Okay, but, yeah. here, but here I added the Hell's Angels, the Hell Riders, a Hell's Angel style gang who rides motorcycles and dress in leather jackets with the gang's logo on the back. They carry chains, bats, and other blunt weapons. Are not afraid to use them to defend their territory. These are dangerous gangs. These are much dangerous yeah. gangs than the than the original. Hey, well, what about the Surfers? A gang of beach bums who dress in board shorts and tank tops. They carry surfboards and use them as both weapons and shields. They are skilled at navigating the city's waterways, using the ocean to their advantage. So they're like in the sewers. <laughs> I'm like, the, I, I figure those shields are like the. African shields of like the, 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 the cowhide. They belong in my kids' movie, not in your movie. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I want to borrow. These are violent surfers. Can we trade? Can we do trades? <laughs> yeah. well, if, if we're trading, I got to get something I'm playing. That's true. You could have uh, the rollerbladers? Yeah, I'll have the rollerbladers. There you go. There we go. Fair Hold trade. on, Marcos. I'll do you one Actually, favor. Actually, it's kind of funny. The, the the dancing troupe does fit in my movie. Take them. <laughs> I've been trying to move them. <laughs> you can have the the B, not the B boys. Because I don't want to give up the rollerbladers. Because that double untouch. Yeah, like the the they rollerblade and they have blades. Like that's too. That's the rollerbladers. That's what. <laughs> That's too good, so, right? So Marcos, I said, Someone is writing all this down as we speak. Chat GPT has it forever. In the you, no, you copy-paste that shit. You put that in the notepad. 
<laughs> Marcus, I did you one better. Make this entire plot, but have them be middle school games. No. <laughs> I just want to. Oh shit! It's the same plot, but they added a food fight. <laughs> All right. That was in my original. Like, oh, idea was it? yeah. Uh, the supporters are the cowards. Uh, let's see here. The uncles? I don't know what the uncles are. Hold on. So here we go. Yeah. Let me read the middle school version and then we'll move on. Uh, the, the oh, what time is it? Okay, we're fine. In 1995, <laughs> Los Angeles, four middle school gangs must make their way to Long Beach to attend a major underground party. But when a massive food fight breaks out in their school, they are separated and stranded in enemy territory. With no guns and only their wits and makeshift weapons, uh, they must fight their way through rival gangs, hall monitors, and teachers to make it to the party on time. It's a mixture of both of our. So yeah. the so I don't the like what you so did, the man. roller skaters do make her an appearance. A gang of roller skaters who dress in matching neon outfits and knee pads. They use their special beat and agility to att dodge attacks and carry roller skates as both weapons and modes of transportation. The skateboarders, uh, who use weapons and transportation. The lunch table bandits. I don't like that. The gang mm. of cafeteria troublemakers who dress in all black clothing and carry food trays and utensils as weapons. That's more whimsical. And you just fun. mixed hmm. two worlds that didn't need to be mixed. The together. Science Club Warriors, a gang of nerdy scientists and enthusiasts who dress in lab coats and goggles. They use their knowledge of science to create makeshift weapons and chemical concoctions <gasps> yeah, and explosive like that devices. That one's fun. Steal that one. The, ooh, the Playground Pirates. They dress in pirate costumes to carry foam swords and other pirate themed weapons. That's, that's, that's just the drama club. Yeah. yeah. The, the they drama use their imagination, this says. And the Dodgeball Demons. A gang of dodgeball champions who dress in matching team jerseys and carry dodgeballs as their weapon of choice. So you just ruined my dream, there one of my dream projects, because no, someone's going to make it. No, so Marcos is going to take that, some of that. He's going to make a kid's version of the Warriors. There you go. And I can't remake the actual Warriors setting exaggerated 1995 LA. There's no fucking can't. awesome earthquake, though. That, uh, that earthquake is what did it. That's I'm a not fantastic gonna lie. element. That earthquake is really what did it for me. D-Fang is right. This does exist in it's, uh, the video game Bully in a way. <laughs> it is got a bully. Kinda. Rockstar Strikes Again. Did Rockstar. they do the Warriors? Because I, I really need to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, they did the Warriors. Okay, I thought so. Yeah. But that being said, uh, on your note, I'm never going to write my script because I was just like, no one's going to make this. I, I, it wouldn't, I would Paramount's need to like. not going to allow me to <laughs> redo the Warriors. I believe uh, there was other movies just with like. The fact that Cobra Kai gets made and the people turn the other way is one thing, but like, there's been movies that were like, no, we can't show kids fighting. Like, that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. And if anyone, like, to, to be fair, they're all like 21 and 25 on Cobra Kai. They are. Yeah. That is fair, but they, that's a brutal fight. <laughs> a lot of that small kid gets they, thrown through a fucking window. Dude gets dropped downstairs and gets his back broken. But here's the thing like, with this movie, I've wanted to do this since I was like 14. And so I've thought about it. I made a whole soundtrack for this imaginary <laughs> version of the Warriors. Right. Now including the Earthquake and the Rollerbladers and all these gangs. Save this and send it to me. Because I just want it. You know this podcast is recorded. I don't listen to them. You have it right <laughs> there. Copy, on. paste, and text it to me. Hold on. You can do that easily. Use the original prompt without middle schoolers. <laughs> I mean, you could scroll up and give me. No, I'm just, I'm just ha okay. helping out. And give me a ten track movie uh, soundtrack. I mean, I already have it. That but yeah. would fit the movie. I just want to see what ChatGPT does. See if it, if there's any crossover. It's a lot of chromatics on it. Uh, let's see here. The is that what called the Long Beach Runners? Okay, stop it. Okay. Okay, it's giving me the gangs again. Satan's mothers. <laughs> That's another oh, one no. they invented. I'm just like. They don't really make a lot of action movies without, like, 
Like the fact that Bullet Train got made really surprises that's me. That's surprising. Fuck, look, because Brad Pitt was attached. That's the only. Brad reason. Pitt does a whole bunch of other random shit, but still, like, that's the only reason that movie got made. Cause what's the movie with Brad Pitt and John Cena? Where he, it's like a book. It's not John Cena. It's Shannon John Tatum. John Cena. Magic it's like Mike. a love interest. It's like a movie. It was like I only saw it on Amazon. Anyway, anyway um. Was just gonna say like they don't make action movies like this anymore. So I'm like, how does this get made? I'm like, Steven Seagal needs to be attached. It's Fuck, Steven go Seagal? No, I know, I hate it. No, because those DVDs don't exist anymore. So he's out of business. Exactly. No, yeah. he still does straight to movies, and it's who the buys them? They're called geezer teasers, man. Yeah, but oh, that Amazon was... has them all the time. For yeah. really, fuck for sure. Hell. Red Amazon, box. Stop. Also, I got some some, some tracks. Oh, None of no. them are very good. Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. We're done. The Wanderer. <laughs> said, the Wanderer by Dion would be pretty cool. Nah. That's a good song. Can You Dig It by Booker T and the MGs. No, we're no. good. I have my soundtrack. Hey, it fits my story These perfectly. songs reflect the energy intensity of gang culture depicted in the film with a mix of rock, soul, and funk. The soundtrack captures the feelings of being constantly on the move, fighting for survival, and struggling to make it home against all odds. It is dumb. It's very you dumb. are fired, Chat GPT. You don't get a severance. No severance. Well, let's go to my number one, which will be very quick. Oh shit, I forgot we had another one. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm the last one. No, it's fine. I'll, I'll be done real quick because you guys are gonna hate it anyway. I'm kidding. Here's my number one though. It's the Chile G story. It's the, it's the premise I have Animated. with the character somewhat. Okay. Think like Ted. So he's a little mini CG character. Oh, okay. That runs around. So here's and the Bob premise. You. Are you Mark Wahlberg in this situation? Well, there's a Mexican-American 30-something living in a city, broke, bored, and stoned with his crazy cousin. It's close enough. Self-inserts, man. I write what you know. I only know me. I only <laughs> know me. Know me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if fucking Seth MacFarlane and uh, Seth Rogen yeah. and... uh the best way to write. Who I mean, are the other people that... Seth Rogen doesn't just write what he knows anymore, but Kevin Smith does. He, he Kevin really Smith. Out. Yeah. There you go. If Kevin Smith can make three fucking... Uh, jorts? <laughs> no. One of the movies, Jane Silent Bob's. He did. Then I could make this movie. He has two trilogies on his belt. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, that's because he only knows one thing. It's yeah. Like, it's going back to the he store. Weed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, this part has nothing to do with me. It's just the basis of the character. And I want to see myself in movies, goddammit. Okay. They visit a museum with a, with a new display of Mexican Revolution artifacts and arrive at the and and they arrive at this new exhibit. Yeah. And the main character scrapes his leg on a display and says the magic words in front of a magic sombrero. Puta madre. <laughs> so there's a blood sacrifice being let in front of this relic, and it awakens a whimsical mini skeleton man who is his descendant from that revolutionary era. The crazy tiny skeleton causes havoc, and they have a they have to find a way to send him back to the underworld because he hates America. Lessons are learned. Family is. Are you gonna go to that? What? You would, would you watch that? The, the thing is, like, this has like really cheap Mexican movie all over it. Yeah, I like that because the idea is that it's just little rascally, like <laughs> super <CGI>. Mexican. <laughs> yeah. I'm imagining like, like the mask, but yeah, I like that. That's really what I was thinking yeah. of. Where it's like this little character is running around. He has cartoon uh, antics, right? He has yeah. the ability to do cartoon stuff. People can see him, so he's, but so he can hide in the hat though. So if I wear the hat, is it like I, a self-aware like, thing that would like people act normal around him and like what the fuck well, is he's, that? He's really charming too. So he's like he's kind of he, a womanizer. He drinks he, a lot. He has a gun. He's he how plays it's music. Oh, I thought he was wholesome. I thought he was gonna be like the animals that follow Nor and the boys. 
<laughs> no, but that's the thing. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Marcus. Has I kind of like that, too, though. <laughs> no, I can't not, lie. I do kind of like but that. But no, but he has a tender side, so he can play both like that. So like, he's both. So he's a Sour Patch kid. Well, no, Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because the idea is that he's good for, because he's a small skeleton man. Yeah. So he knows he looks fucking weird. He's like knee so, high. But he wants to make friends and not be crazy. So he's Sonic. Kind of. But so little, you want to mix Ted with Sonic and uh, what he said, basically. Yeah. I, 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 I think Serenity that. put it best. It's Batmite. Batmite. Yeah. <laughs> that's just Batmite. Right. That's, see, but that's the, you have, then you have him run around and do adventures. But he's like, I hate fucking America. But you can they relate fucking to killed him. me. Yeah. And so, but he's like, but, but great grandfather, I want to learn this thing, huh? Yeah. When did he die? In the Mexican Revolution. So, but he's dressed like a mariachi. Yeah, he was the he was in the band. <laughs> what? How did he contribute? Though? He was in the band, and they shot him. And bands are off limits. So he was playing the guitar while people were shooting. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Well, that's kind of his bar. Did you he just go bar. Coco? Did you say the guitar was that's off totally limits? Totally Coco. Well, no, yeah, it's not Coco because there's no it's a little Coco. There's no singing rivalry. But the idea was Who's that he, he was just like, where's his guitar? He was he was a peacemaker, and then he got fucking killed, and then we that get made to him see him as a angry. human. Mm, flashbacks. Who is his rival that you're talking about? The American government him. who killed him. So he well, was trying he to friends with Pancho V. No, he was trying to stop the fighting by being. He should be friends with Pancho V. Yeah, exactly. He's in the army of Pancho V's army. And he's like, guys, I don't want you guys to fight. I want everyone to get along. And the Americans fucking shot him in the chest. And that's why he's angry and crazy because he's like, I was, he was trying gullible. to. Be- huh? Because he was too gullible. Yeah. And he's like, no more. I'm getting drunk. I'm fighting. He's been doing all this in the underworld. I, I got I this. I character. don't think Ghost King I like drunk. it. They That's can. The other thing. No, but that he's a, a but he's tries. He's a skeleton. Can Ghost get high? We got to He's got to be able to stimulate his brain in some way. I hope he gets high. Let him get high. Yeah. Can he be addicted to opioids? No, they didn't they do have opi- opioids. They didn't do opioids. Well, I guess then. they had. Heroin. Yeah, well, he's around. They had now. old school heroin. He's here now. <laughs> Can he have OD'd and that's how he died? No, I don't permanently want to high on that. In, in eternity. No, but he also teaches history lessons and about this culture, the culture to oh, these two. Oh, can he be like the the guy in uh, res- Reservation Dogs? Yeah, like William Knife Man. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Let him be like a little of that. So, so, so much you could do with this. So the only thing, Deep Fang, um, is that. Um, America did invade Mexico looking for Pancho Villa. They didn't kill many people, though. But they killed him trying to create peace. <laughs> sure. Give me 10 titles of... It's old Teddy Roosevelt, right? Uh, no, Teddy Roosevelt. No, it was General Patton. Patton. That was, that really? Was, yeah, Patton was the one. That was one of his Mexico. first hits, huh? He wasn't even a general yet. He was like no, yeah, no, he was low on the totem pole back yeah. then. Ain't that uh, some shit? What was, else was he going to say? No, no, no. Oh, uh, there's just so many elements. Like he, he's happy. Yeah, it's we came up with a whole ass character. Here. Yeah. Oh, that's the, the fact thing. that he teaches history—that was the part that was really weird. Well, what that's the point. No, but it's mostly just like this is so what happened back then. Also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's I was trying to figure out. Like, yeah. Does he randomly stop and be like in 1950? No, <laughs> yeah. no, he's not a musical. A <laughs> no, that would be great. No, it's the idea. It's like not like history, but like the culture. Like this is what happened back then. This is what it was like. It's what I was. Yeah. This is when I when yeah. I was alive. The, you you got to drink any time of the day you want and do siestas. Oh, I got it right here. You What's ready up? for this? All right. You ready? Yeah. The voice, Danny Trejo. Got to be. Got to be. That's all I can hear now. Yeah. When I look at that, I'm just like, yeah. I mean, when Danny he was Trejo. Like, the happy nor animals, it could be. You uh, get about 50K, he'll do it. 
It could be fluffy. Oh yeah, it could be fluffy. Uh, no. When it was the happy animals, I was like, oh, yeah. Are you gonna switch the voice? <laughs> I kinda like that. When he's alive, it's fluffy. When he's dead, <laughs> that's it's fucking funny. Funny. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> oh, hold on, Posada. Art skeleton. And cause and there's one image in particular. Obviously, Chile G exists. I have the 3D model of him. Yeah. But he exists. In a loose form, this is kind of one of the bases of the character. This is a um, lithograph from Jose Guadalupe Posada, who is a Mexican artist. Yeah. And so that could just make that a real fucking guy. Who's, no, that's creepy. I like our guy. No, better. no, but that was a lithograph of him. It's okay. our guy. It's yeah. our character. But right. that's what he looked like back then. There's oh, evidence would, of him we, existing. Oh, we could just make this full circle where it, the guy, you, has friends who can also see him. And it's us. There you go. He affects and all of our lives. Only only people of the bloodline can see him, but otherwise he's a spooky ghost. And it's the and slackers that fight the student council. In my- <laughs> <laughs> we just and made it, one big universe. And then, <laughs> yeah. And, and then when the kids grow up, they get to be in your Warriors stream. <laughs> there you go. And, this is a series. And this is called the Mexcellence Puta Madre's Curse. <laughs> <laughs> That, Has there ever been story. a series that's done that? That's like they make three movies and they just keep turning <laughs> genres. Kind of genres they are kind of Atlanta, I guess. Right? I that's guess so. Yeah. Episode, yeah. Oh, we can one. do it season by season. Oh my god, Enrique is tall. Welcome, first time chatter. He's saying you're. But that is all of our movies, Tommy. We're gonna make your Warriors remake. It's gonna. Someone happen. is now. Someone is now. You yeah. put it out there. That's been in like um, development hell for like ten Forever. years. It's like it's right next to, It's right next to Highlander. Don't yeah. worry. Don't <laughs> worry. The bladers will be in one of your movies. <laughs> Rollerblading knife them. wielders. I mean, the fact they came up with the gangs with that I you redeem yourself a little bit. For I'm going to find the gonna, earthquake. The hey, earthquake is what did it. Before we yeah, the earthquake is dope cuz they needed a way to yeah. cuz what happened it was just the cops the came guy gets shot, shot and him, then right? they cops come and they fucking just but the, There was uh the but the thing that you pick up which was actually kind of subtle for a movie like that. That's kind of weird. Is that the gangs told the cops that there was going to be a big meeting? Yeah, to like make peace, right? To make sure like it was, shit a, was, no, no, it was a peaceful yeah, yeah. yeah thing. But the cops being a gang is a the yeah. Perfect. The cops raid all the gangs yeah. to the cops. It's like oh, well, all these bad guys are in one place. Yeah. Right. Who plays the can you dig it guy in the nineties? Samuel L. Oh, <laughs> too old. No, the the no, the, the, the master of ceremonies is an old ass dude. Yeah, he was old. Ish. Not Samuel L. Old, but Samuel doesn't look as old as he actually is. <laughs> That's true sometimes. Yeah, hey, we'll throw a wig Tommy, on him, Some and, dreadlocks. And to think that we started this episode with pizza, sushi, chocolate steak, and ice cream. Oh, good God. We got we... much better. And that's the end of the show. We're going to get out of here. It's a long episode, but we wanted to give you a long episode. It was a lot of fun with this premise. Let's get out of here, guys. Oh, you can hear it. Everything works perfectly. Say bye to the people. Adios. Bye. Bye. Say bye to the people. Bye, people. We're getting out of here. We're tired. I got to work out.